This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Coming up on TMS, does your Johnson have a big head? It cost $8 to submit this title. Ibit's own salad dressing. Raspberry teat milk. Headphone rotation flummoxation. Do Android smell of electric poop? Season one Riker hair. Overpay retro. Uber tangent ride. Don, who sometimes goes by Dong Wang, check your brain. <laughs> nice. We could just say goodbye. Does this AI make me look fat? Pretty, but not dangerous. Don't you forget about me with Amy. There's no crying in sports ball with Wendy and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. I didn't ask to be photographed. What did you say? Your face was asking. That's why I took the photo. We know they're in there, but we don't know where. The Morning Stream. Fish. Why the hell do they call you Fish. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to TMS. It's the morning stream for Thursday, November 3rd, 2022. I'm Scott Johnson, and I'm pretty sure that's Brian Ibbett. It sure smells like it. Oh, yep. well then, confirmation, he is who he says he is. Fantastic. It, uh, yeah, it, if it smells like a duck and walks like a duck, well, heck, it must be Brian Ibbett. Yep. Hello. He pays eight, eight bucks a month. He's definitely verified. <laughs> that's right. I'm a, a verified checkmark duck yep. is what I'm going to be. No, yeah, I'm that's what paying. you want. I ain't paying. I guess I'm just not going to be verified. You won't know if I'm the real Brian. Sorry, because mm, no. I'm not going to play that that game. Me neither. Not Elon. Playing it. I'm not playing it. You guys, are, if you already follow me, you already know who I am. So I'm, pff, whatever. Yeah, exactly. I'm not. I'll it's just not, add a blue check mark to my photo, to my my avatar that I finally changed after uh, 10 years of using uh, Brack. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's right. You changed that and it threw me so hard. I'm sure it did. I'm totally I'm sure it completely did. Yeah. I looked at that and went, who's replying? Oh my gosh, that's Brian replying with one of those <laughs> AI avatars he picked up, which are very cool, by the way. They are really cool. Yeah. I mean, there's a few in there that are like, what the hell? That does not even that does not even look like me. There's some with like uh, copious amounts of head hair, like top of the head hair. Yeah. Uh some that are very buff, some that are extremely fat. Thank you very much, uh, AI generator. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they really wanted to go some strange directions. I like your GTA ones in particular. I thought those were really good. Yeah, the good. GTA ones are really good, yeah. Uh, chat room, I made a... One of them, Brian, looks like he owns a, a conglomerate of salad dressings uh, companies. Yes. And so we pulled this one, and let me pull this up here. So we made It's a like little... all-natural... Uh, Brian a bit vegetable oil or yeah. a saf- sunflower oil. Yeah, because look at him. He's so serious about the sunflowers and their ability to make a quality dressing. 
Uh, right. Plus, you have hair in that one, which I assume I have is, a lot of hair. I've like, uh, you know, yeah, I, I assume like, I assume uh, that's from uh, season one Riker hair is what I've got. In that one. <laughs> yeah, totally, dude. This other one here, I'm putting up. Uh, I, I I'm a little concerned about here. I'll I'll share it here so you can see what I'm sharing. Um, this is, and I think I sent this to you as well because I just am confused about it. But what do we got oh, on the yeah, side there? What right. have we got those two uh, phallic looking deals happening? Yeah, those are supposed to be. <clears throat> Like uh, on my back, right? Like in like a thing that I can pull out and attack with. Yeah, like a but, we- weapons. But uh, AI has decided that they're like somehow plugged into the front of my uh, outfit and uh, has decided that my I'm wearing one glove that just happens to have two handholds in it. <laughs> I was going to say. I can put in from either side. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is so you can't <clears throat> you can't manage your 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 collar penis things. You have to That's have right. your hands yes. together. It's fantastic, really. It's amazing. It really is. It's almost like uh, that's like some sort of uh, handlebars for a for an alternate universe. Yeah, <laughs> Brian is. That's how you control a, him. A bottom bear or yeah. something like that. You want to control Brian? That's how you do it. You grab a hold of those and you go that's to right. town. Exactly. Yeah. So, would you after doing it? This is Avatar. Let's see, Avatar. Avatarai.me. Dot yes. me. And it, did you? Uh, I paid thirty bucks for it. I feel like I got every penny worth out of those thirty bucks. Okay, that was my question. Is it worth the money? Sounds like it is. I think it is because I'm going to be I'm going to be using these avatars forever. I mean, this is what might prompt me to change my avatars a little more frequently on uh, all the different social media services I use. Why do you think it? uh, Why why with the sunflowers so much? There's so many with sunflowers. What do you think that's about? It's like little patches of eight. Right, it's like here's eight with you and a sunflower and kind of a Mumford and Sons album cover design. Yeah. Here's uh, uh, let's see, let me pull up my list. There we go. Here's here's eight with you and sort of a weird Grand Theft Auto kind of thing going on. Yeah. Here's eight with you and some sort of like uh, you're the uh, sun sunglasses wearing uh, proprietor of a. Uh, uh, life coaching uh, business. Yeah. Uh, now here is eight of you where you're kind of I don't know maybe Chris Angel all of a sudden. Oh yeah, you here's look like eight this is... statue version. Yeah, why are you stat? So you didn't choose any of this. It just says, no, hey, no, here's no, your no. thing. Okay. Yeah, it just basically you know, and this is where I'm curious to see somebody else do this, um, because I want to see if they get you know same thing eight sunflower versions, eight Grand Theft Auto, or if it's like. If it has a, a, a selection of clusters that it can do, and it says, "All right, for this one, we're going to do the superhero cluster," yeah. or the because uh, I saw one guy, the um, uh, Uncle Jesse, a three D printer guy that I follow and, and just does amazing work, who ended up with like an Iron Man outfit with his head sticking out of it. It's like, "Hello, Avatar AI, me. <laughs> Where the hell's my uh, superhero eight pack?" Yeah, no kidding. You fit the the desired demographic for that why wouldn't you have that for sure yeah um some of these There's i so like your that king... i just don't understand like it doesn't know how to do a hat no like it doesn't know what hats are it struggles with hats uh your king henry the eighth one is pretty great though <laughs> the big collar and stuff yeah, there's there's like a weird hat one that i just posted like it's it couldn't decide if it was going to do a page boy hat or a uh fedora and it just said ah how about you're wearing uh the, the top of a mushroom on your head yeah i like the middle ages ones where you look like a bunch of peasants yeah that's pretty great yeah those are great Yeah, like there's one that's like a you know big hulking hodor looking version of me that's kind of cool actually and some of these straight up look like photos and they freak me out 
Yeah. Like yeah, this toward down the bottom of the list here, you start with, with a hat. The wispy white hair. Like the really weird. Oh, yeah. What is that about? Dude? I Look don't at know, and I don't like it at all, sir. <laughs> I don't like it one bit. Yeah, but then you go down the next row, and you got a really cool hat one in the middle. You look cool there. I like that. Yeah, that one's pretty cool. The side yeah. the side view one. The hat's yeah. still kind of effed, but, you know. And then the, down below that, you're like a horrible Russian general about ready Some to. Some sort of dictator with an X behind me. Yeah. and uh, This little army one, though, where your head's I tiny know. and like your I'm standing big. on a block of cheese with a dog turd in front of me. I don't know what's going on there. Is that? Uh, yeah, what is that? <laughs> oh, Wait, these why are am great. I on a, why am I short standing on a block of cheese? It's like I'm a, a pawn. Yeah. You there's a dog turd in front of me, clearly. Yeah, I think like, it is. It's got to be. Hear ye, hear ye. We have conquered the West, and we've retained their poo. Here's their poo. Right. And your little tiny Who man. Who did this? Who <laughs> did this? Who did it? It's amazing. All right. You know what? You've talked me into it. 30 bucks, totally worth it. Yeah, nice I want to see your 30, and I want to see what you end up with. All right. I'm going to grab it today. I, I wish I had a... Oh, I have 20% off my next door. I wonder if you can use that coupon. Oh, I bet I could. Or do, it, it's see. not a like a give it to a friend though. It's probably your own account. It's my oh, it, it is. Yep, it's it's yep. It's using my email address. That makes a sense. Yeah. All right. Well, I want to see your, I want to see your hundred. Uh, I'm doing 100 it. Plus, I'm doing it. I'm gonna make it happen, cool. and then the world will cool. change once and for all. Uh, I got a I got a word of warning for people out there. Uh, do I have a warning? Let's see. I need a warning sound. Uh, warning! Warning! Oh, that's pretty good. Actually, I probably do have. <laughs> Morning. Intruder okay. alert. Intruder alert. Okay, here, we, alert. here it is. Warning. Ah, uh, see, I got one. Here it is. Yeah. That's it. Warning. That was the one I was hoping for. A little, uh, a little uh, Swiss Family or Space Family Robinson <laughs> right. there. I think that's the one from the movie. Lost in Space. Warning. Yeah, yeah that's the movie one. It's yeah. too good a sounding thing for the old TV show. But anyway, uh, here's a warning. Be careful with your patrons. And it's not here. TMS, you're safe. Everybody's good. No worries. Okay. All right. I totally effed up though. So on stuff where you have weekly releases, we have a we have a monthly yes. patron here, Patreon here at TMS. But for yeah. shows like Core and some other shows, I have uh, it does it builds per thing. per thing per drop right. Yes. So, per release. Yeah. Right. We can't do that here because it's 16 episodes a month. It'd be ridiculous. Well, we could, um, but but we could, but we're stupid and we didn't do it right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but in these other shows, I have four shows a month, uh, one every week. So we do those as drops and it works out great. No problem. People are used to it. Um, sure. however, um, play retro for some dumb reason. I cannot figure out. I, I kind of want to blame somebody else, but I think it's just me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, I could blame Patreon, but I don't think it's their fault. Uh, you have to remember when you put the drop in there, you put the post in there, you have to choose charge for this post. And make oh, sure it's right. Okay, sure. You know, and then categorically, it has to be either public, patrons only, or some specific tier of the patrons. Yep. Well, I always do patrons only. That's by default. And then you have to click that charge for this. If you don't, there's no way to go back and fix it. If it's the same <laughs> month, you might be able to repost and delete the other one. And I think that might oh, work. Oh, sure. Delete the post. Yeah, sure. I'm not even sure that does work. But once the month rolls over, because you didn't know you did this when you did it. The month right. rolls over to a new month. You're shot. You're done. So you can't actually retroactively do anything. So I had to do a whole post explaining our dumb mistake. I So somehow, three of the four posts did not have charge for it. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So the whole point of the damn thing was kind of lost. And so what I did is I reached out to everybody with a post, and I said, look, we did. I screwed up. 
here's what I did, blah, blah, blah. And I think I worked out a plan where I can do two fake text posts mm. this month. Sure. And then the, the, it'll it'll do it retroactively, which everybody in the post was said, that's fine. Don't worry. We understand. You know, it's no big. Everyone's been very nice about it. Yeah. But just keep if you're one in one of these, click the box. OK, that's what I'm saying to you is just check your interface every time you go through it. Make sure you click that damn thing and you're and you're good. OK. Yeah. Oh, my God. So There's Too my funny. advice. Yeah. Yep. Good. Good plan. Uh, uh, and people, you know, you guys do have control yourselves to say cap me at this much per month. Like even if they release twelve things, I only want to pay a maximum of eight dollars or right. something. So right. And so. a lot of people do that, which is good for them. Yeah. It can ding you. It might. Well, we're going to eat one of them, so we're only going to do uh, two of the three mm-hmm. in retrospect and eat one of them because I just think that's. It just feels like the right thing to do after effing up like that. So you got a deal for last month. If you're a Play Retro fan, of course, Dunaway, he's like, ah, don't be so hard on yourself. And I'm like, yeah, but this is is dumb. This is really dumb. Right, right. I'll try not to be dumb last time. Eh. Uh, uh, Here's what I also did last night. I decided that the way to relax, the new way, this is the new way. Sure. Tell me the new way, because I, I wasn't even sure really of the old way to relax, but okay. I know. That's the hard part is what truly is the way to relax. Well, I found it. <laughs> uh, subscribe to my newsletter and check out my monthly uh, bo- uh, mystery box, because what I'm about to tell you is going to blow your mind. Okay. Here's right. what you do. You send your daughter. I feel like I should sit down for this. All right. <laughs> you send your daughter to Reykjavik, Iceland, Uh huh. Uh-huh. and then her dog, who is used to hanging out with her all the time, Gloms onto you and thinks you're the new version of hanging it, hanging on to all the time. Aww. Yeah, that's pretty good. And so what you do, like a weighted blanket, you have a Weimaraner that weighs, I don't know what she weighs, 80 pounds or something. Uh-huh. Have her lay on you while you watch old episodes of the Transformers cartoon. Sounds like the perfect way to relax. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, it worked real well. And uh, I'm going to do it again tonight. <laughs> <It really laughs> while you were doing that, I was... Uh, Lifting people across town, across like uh, both ways across Denver, one way back and one way out, and then the other way back. I picked up, you know, I'm not going to give away any names or anything because I don't want to, uh, uh, like blow somebody's HIPAA or something like that. I know that's not what it is, people. Save your emails. Mm. But uh, picked up a lovely, who I thought was a young girl at a um, a mental health facility that I that I that. Uh, is adjacent to the hospital that Tina's parents used to work at. So I know of this, this facility very well, not because I was ever a resident there. Although a lot of people probably would argue that I probably belong there, Mm. but uh, anyway, picked her up and took her 45 minutes across to the uh, complete other side of Denver into like farmland territory. And uh, she was the sweetest ride but boy, howdy, was she full of the non sequiturs. It mm. was, uh, oh my gosh, I love your Stitch bobblehead. Florida has a drug problem. <laughs> <laughs> and, that's not, yeah. and that's not a, uh, you know, that's not a, a uh, exaggeration. It was like that was an actual. Uh, she was shifting gears quick. She was shifting gears. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, she was super sweet. And uh, uh, if I could, if I could guarantee all my rides would be people like that, you know, people who are that friendly and sweet and uh, talkative and all that, I'd, I'd, you know, I'd give up everything and lift 24 hours a day. Yeah, I'd never leave. You'd never leave the car. 
I get yeah, it. Exactly. Did the was it was the hospital on a giant hill, more of a cliff, and it was it? it like a, <laughs> no, it was no? not. Okay, all right. It was not. All right, that's no. bad. It's a bad movie. I don't recommend seeing it unless you like. <laughs> then I had another. I had a woman who uh, seriously laughed for ten minutes because during the ride, a friend of hers texted a photo to her of a T-shirt that said, "I didn't fart. My butt blew you a kiss," oh. and she laughed in the back seat for ten minutes. Oh man! About that T-shirt, like she first told me the, uh, the the text of the shirt, and then she just continued laughing about it for the next ten minutes. I think if I got that text, I would probably, you know, have a little. <laughs> that's funny. You chuckle, sure, yeah. right? Yeah. I think I would. I probably. Well, I don't know. Was there um, uh, detect any weed? Any weed going on in there? Yeah, I think there was actually. Uh, I didn't. I. I uh, it wasn't in. Uh, I didn't smell it on her, but she did go <laughs> at one point. So. <laughs> Weed makes everything funnier, is what yeah. is my understanding. It's what I've been exactly. told. All right. When I when I took that gummy in Vegas, you were all pretty funny. You know, <laughs> I felt yes. like you could have cracked me up for days had I let it. Anyway, uh, so there's that. So uh, the takeaway is this: pick up uh, nice people from mental institutions and sleep under Correct. a dog, or watch Transformers under a dog that's heavy both, and warm. Both good ways to spend your day. Yeah, I agree. Plus, I just love your. I love when you have a lift story. So I do too. I wish it was, you know, I wish it was a, a, a you know, a more exciting story. But I'll take it. You know what? I'll. I should be happy that it was a a sweet story and not like a. Oh, you would believe the lift ride I had yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. And I gotta say, like driving yesterday, seventy-two degrees outside, uh, beginning of November. Windows down at the beginning of November. Today, snow and rain coming, baby. Here yeah. it comes. We had snow last yesterday and all morning, and it's cold. It's like thirty degrees, thirty-three yeah. for the high, or thirty-nine for the high today. We forty something for the high, forty-four for the high for us. Lame. Uh, and then Saturday, back up to the seventies, everybody. Yep. Yep. <laughs> It's a lot. Love the uh, love the West. Love living yep. in the West. Living Dad. in the the Rocky Mountains is you never know what you're going to get day to day. I don't know. I'm kind of in the mood for it though. Make can make yeah, soup. I am too. I'm, you know, we're gonna have soup tonight. I like this is the time that I like snow because it it's on the grass, it's in the trees, it's on the roofs, and it's not usually on the streets and the sidewalks. It's like, That's true. This is the ideal. Yeah, for whatever reason, the ground is still too warm, and it's like it's I, ain't, I ain't having this yet. And it's yeah. cool; it's yeah. really cool looking. Like it really is. It's, it's almost like things are decorated or something. It's odd. It's an odd look. That's right. Yeah, unlike uh, Charlize Theron's uh, movie characters, it's uh, pretty but not dangerous. Oh, I like where you what you did there. Yes, yeah, what I did there. Uh, Kim did. Kim decorated everything. We got a tree up. We got uh, all that stuff. It's all Christmas all the time in the Johnson house. So. Welcome to the. We're like Costco. We're just putting stuff out way too early. I was going to say. I think you're even. You might be even beating Target at this point. I, I think what Target it feels is. Like. Uh, you're not yeah. wrong. And she just loves it. She loves the feel of it and all that. We got. She got. She was all excited because she got some new lights for the front, and so she did all that. And then okay. the tree went up. And I just know it makes. I know some people just think that's ridiculous, but you know, part of this is practical. Part of her is like, well, if I do it December first. Then it's only yeah. up 30 days, and then I'm tearing it down in 30 days. Sure. Oh, and so yeah. you just don't have any time with it. Like, it feels like a giant waste of your time. you got to have a little more time, you know? <laughs> and the baby, the three-year-old, way into this, so he'll like it, and that's yeah. all she cares about. Oh, of course. So, yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's all she wants to do is please that kid, which is totally yeah. fine. I'm, I'm in support of it. Uh, all right, real quick, we got a text here from a listener. I'd like to read to you right now, Brian, over the air. And it, it it's, okay. uh, let's see, is this, we got no name. This is anonymous sender. 
Hey, Scott and Brian. I recently measured my head to see what size of hat I needed. I've always known I had a big head, but damn, it came out to be 24.5 inches slash 62 and a quarter centimeters. That's a lot. That's a lot. I also found out the average men's head is 22.5 inches. So how large are your noggins? And Scott, uh, what Under Armour hats do you purchase for your monstrous cranium? <laughs> cranium. He, needs, he needs a supplier. He needs a hat supplier, basically. He does. I'm wearing yeah. one today. I did this on purpose because yeah. I knew I was going to read this. And um, I have like seven of these hats, different colors and stuff. Some were given to me, some I bought. Um, uh-huh. I get them online just wherever. Anybody who sells uh, Under Armour has them. Yeah. Get them in Under Armour directly as well. And I don't have a way to measure my head, but I'm really curious what Brian's going to do here. But when yeah. I get these, when I buy these to answer his question, I just get the biggest they have, and it fits. So whatever that is, it fits. All right. Uh, fix my headphones. Yeah. Uh, You're uh, good. You're uh, good. What the f- what do you <laughs> All right. <laughs> 23 inches yeah. right there. So just a little bit over... Uh, Oh, you can't even see that because the light. 23. Let's see if I can fix my damn headphones. Yeah, that was weird. Those got all tangled up weird. There we go. I, yeah, so 23 inches. I don't know how much I like the fact that these headphones do this whole, like, this is way too much turning for a headphone. Yeah, you don't need it. It doesn't need it, does it? Like, turning 90 degrees out and then 90 degrees back, that's too much turning. Yeah, I don't get that. I'm, 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 that flummoxes me why that's even a a feature. Because once it, like, if you're, futzing around with your headphones and it gets into that twisted around area you need two hands to fix it and you can't you can't fix it with one hand like as you're doing something else yeah it's not very accessible for those as for you, those out there with one you're hand doing something else ladies oh uh, oh so 23 inches so just a little bit uh larger than average which is the story of my life baby no, that's great though because you can buy hats normally and have no problem having them fit your Again. your head yeah I can't yeah. do it. Like, so masks? you don't have like a you don't have a tape measure you can no. run and get. Like, I should have thought of this when I put the text in here, and I didn't think about yeah. it. Yeah, I remembered to wear the hat, but didn't remember to bring a tape measurement. Can you text Kim and have her bring you a tape measure? You know what? That's a great idea. During the Amy segment, and then we'll uh... we're doing that right now. Hold yeah. on. All right. Uh, bring me a tape measure, please. And she'll do like. Uh, <laughs> She'll do like that Seinfeld where instead of the hot sauce I or the barbecue sauce I asked her to get, she'll bring down yeah. like a ruler or something. That's what'll happen. Right, of course, yes, exactly. Yeah, that'll right. be great. Anyway, uh, we'll 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 get you guys news on this in a second. But Under Armour makes hats that are big enough for my head. I can't find anyone else who has what they have. I've looked, I've tried, I've tried a million brands. They don't make hats for big-headed people. And if Even I had those to little guess, plastic trucker hat, you have to have the the. Do you even have to like disconnect the plastic part that uh, the yeah, the and, and that's no good because it's hanging like that back there yeah, with no connection. Yeah. yeah, I've done that. Yeah. Um, I sometimes get lucky and can do the last single snap back sure. there. Sure, but even that's tight. So if I had to guess, I'm going to guess here before I she brings it, but I'm guessing I'm somewhere in the twenty five and a half to twenty six is my guess. Oh yeah, uh, Doctor Nikki says, "Does your hat have the uh, diameter on the label?" And then she corrected it to label, and oh. then she corrected it to label. Well, let's find out. Um, <laughs> and you want to be our science correspondent, Doctor yeah, Nikki? No kidding. Let's see. And you want to be our sheep <laughs> correspondent? How do you read? Where do you see? Oh, here we go. Uh, the ombre edition. Oh well, there you go, right there. Uh, <laughs> 
That's so Seinfeldian right there. Well, now I don't know. It says everything. Okay, it has this Lady, entire. Let's, it's, let's create a. <laughs> it says this a whole thing. Of large hats for people. We'll call them the ombre. Ombre. That's pretty. That's totally Peterman. He would do that. Yeah. Um. So this says. Oh, maybe it's on the bottom. Uh, style. No, I don't care about style. Okay. Well, here this is confusing because they say. Um. They say all these sizes and then just slashes between them. XL t- slash 2XL slash TG slash 2TG slash EG slash 2EG. Okay. They don't say which, which is all the different, which is all the different languages for XL and double XL. Like, uh, um, oh, I see. Okay. Mucho Grande or whatever the second <laughs> one was. Uh, uh, exclusive of Deformation Saup. <laughs> I can't. It, this doesn't say. Oh, here we go. Okay. Found it. Oh, but even this, okay. <laughs> even this just says XL slash double XL. So I don't, maybe that means okay. that's the yeah, range. So they don't, they don't, they don't have the inch size in there. They just go with the, uh, they just go with like their yeah, which is small, fine. medium, large, uh, XL, double XL. So when she brings that down, she'll get her text at some point. She'll bring that down. Yeah. We'll take a look yeah, at sounds it. Good. We'll do it right here live on the show. Maybe yeah, Wendy we'll will be you. here and she can uh, explain what, what the, Problems are associated with having a large. Well, yes, and all Johnsons, by the way, all Johnsons have big heads. And oh, like, really? So oh, Wendy yeah. too. Yeah, Wendy has big head. Although Carter has a relatively smallish head, even though she's tall. Yeah, and seems like she might have a bigger head, but Car- but Taylor, her sister, who's tiny compared to her, yeah, has a bigger head than her. It's weird. Our kid, Mike, everything's effed. Heads are weird, man. <laughs> oh, right. poor Johnson women. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? How do they make it? How do they survive? How do they deliver children with large heads? <laughs> <laughs> well, the question will be answered soon enough. Before that, though, this. It's time for the news, and it's brought to you by. It's brought to, I thought we were doing Amy first, aren't we doing oh, Amy? Oh, shit. I'm an idiot. Why am we not doing Amy first? The news is brought to you by Amy. <laughs> Who's first? Who's actually going to be first. <laughs> yeah, why am I not? Um, my brain. Hold on. Let's do this. Big, head, that, uh, big head doesn't mean perfect memory, by the that's way. That's right. Just so you know. Uh, <laughs> it's all fine. Yeah, all right, here we go. This is actually what I meant to do. This was a trick. This was to see if the yeah, audience it, it paying worked attention. and it uh, succeeded. I passed. I passed the. Yeah, you did. You passed sure. the test. Yeah, and you yeah. remain. You remain Galadriel and can just leave to the west now. Ah, uh, good. Like my avatar uh, appears to. Yeah, indeed. All right. Here's this now for real. It's time for Read This with Amy. Hi, Amy. I didn't forget about you. I just Hi. got confused. Hi. It's brought to you by Amy. Yep. I didn't forget about you. I just forgot. Yeah, I just totally forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I, even I was have like, like, wait, did I do something wrong? No, no. Bumper. Yeah. This is how it happened for Daryl, by the way. Just letting you know. <laughs> yeah, we started started slow, worked our way down, and eventually Daryl just disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. Weird. Uh, we are going to talk about reading, though, because Amy is an, uh, an aficionado in, this, in the area. She loves reading. She likes sharing her recommendations here with us on the show. And, uh, you know, today should be no different than that. So, Amy, let's get to it. What do you want to talk about today? Ooh, all right. Well, okay. So, as far as the head size thing, Chuck has the opposite problem for as you. Like, he has a small head. Mm. So, like, he has to find, if he wants to get a hat, he can fitted to he has to find one that's like children's uh, child size yeah he can wear like children's sized 
uh, hats and sunglasses and stuff like that. Oh my gosh. That's what I like about Chuck is that he's very aerodynamic. It's true. You could run him through a wind tunnel. No problem. He wouldn't have any resistance. Makes him a good cyclist, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he is definitely built for cycling. That's for sure. Yeah. So, yeah. And Chuck, you should check your email because Scott, you should check your email (laughs) because Chuck sent you a an email that you will find hilariously funny. Oh, um, I will so, check that. And, I'll look it up while it, we're here, I guess. And yes, see. You just, it, it, it might it might be good fare for the show, but you know, I'll let you be the judge. There. All right. Wow. Where, where did he send? Yeah. Do you know which, which thing he sent it to? Which? Uh, uh, I don't know. Maybe he texted it. Um, you do the text he thing. Emailed it to you, but hmm. I don't know. Anyway, All yeah, right. he he had a funny experience at a doctor's office the other day that he thought you would think was very funny. I bet so. I I bet I will. So I'm going to find this uh, somehow, one way or the other. But uh, you know, while we talk today, but I'm, yeah. I'm sure. While it's here. we talk, I will text him and find out where he sent it, and then you know, perhaps by the end of my segment, I'll know. All right. But uh, yeah. All right. Anyway. I had a question that has nothing to do with the book at all, but then I promise we'll get to the book. Okay. So I've started watching Westworld, right? I know I realize okay. I'm late to the party, but I'm mm. really enjoying it. But I had a thought last night while I was watching it and I was like, okay, so they've gone out of their way to make this like really realistic old West experience. Do you think it smells like the old West? Um, that's a great question. Like, Do they have like a equivalent of smell-o-vision there like to help enhance the experience and make it feel like you're in the... It would, it would have to, right? The I mean, gritty old got, West. Uh, yeah. yeah, all those horses and, and uh, you know, the electronic horse plop. I'm sure it's got a, a smell. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. I think that that would maintain the... Um, you know the the the, the experience, imagine, the experience right. right? I think I, so. Yes, I'm going to say yes. Everything stinks. Yeah, and well, then like you know, Maeve and her girls are probably not. They don't probably smell very good. Oh no, they probably reek. <laughs> I don't think they smell very good. No. Wow. Okay. No. I see um, where we're going with this. Jeez. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying because like you know, deodorant wasn't a thing then or anything, and they spend a lot of time kind of sweaty. So you know. I I agree. <laughs> But that was that's part of the experience, it. right? That was part of the experience. And yeah. so you want, you know, I mean, I always assume Ed Harris in real life probably smells like sandalwood or something. Um, yeah, but. But in the you show. Know, when you go to when you go to the Star Wars area of Disneyland, you know, it may look like you're drinking <laughs> milk out of a walrus's teat, but really it tastes like raspberries. So I think there's probably like they probably stop at, at uh, the initial <laughs> experience yeah. yeah i don't know that's either. What i was wondering yeah. i was like where do they draw the line if you're if you're design if you're anthony hopkins right, right. And like, yeah. where do you yeah. draw the line between Spoiler. i want my <laughs> well, i mean for the first episode there's a spoiler later um, but we would be spoiling you so i won't do oh, that yeah, no. yeah. um but yeah, like where do you draw the line between making it hyper realistic and have the the guests having an right. enjoyable experience? I think yeah. you know. I think yeah. like like you know with with uh, casinos that do the pumpkin smells. I think, but Disneyland's probably the best comparison, right? Because when you go there and you go to um, Frontierland, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know you've got all the the uh, the frills and leather and all that stuff there. But thankfully, you don't get all the other crap that that. You know, you don't have to watch your step when you're walking through Frontierland. You don't, right. you know, yeah. you're not going to get uh, ambushed uh, walking through Frontierland. So it's like it, you know, they've got to stop at some point to where the guests still feel like they're having a good time, but still being within that 
that um, which is the whole true, plot true though, experience. right it's the whole plot yeah, ends right. up being hey this is like the real thing wait right. i thought the bullets were fake oh no shit fly we're all screwed now because the robots are shooting real but you know like it's starting to i don't know how deep you are into the show but that's kind of I, i'm of like it. four episodes yeah. in so yeah, yeah. like but uh, yeah i think uh, i think if i was guessing that the, the one of the concepts of the show and the old movie for that matter is that very rich people can afford this and nobody else so it's not like a regular people can't go to this quote-unquote theme park and enjoy themselves people with tons of money do so when you spend i don't know 20 grand or whatever the equivalent is in their world to to go and experience Westworld you probably demand you demand the the authenticness of it right yeah mm-hmm. but yeah. then also i bet there's ways i'll bet i mean this is all world building stuff that they don't actually explain but i'm i'm guessing there's ways to tweak stuff to fit certain guests so it's like sure he wants it more hardcore so we're gonna his version of, of you want to go day. to the other uh whorehouse which is uh on, uh, <laughs> on <laughs> mulberry avenue and not the one on main street yeah i need to catch yeah, up on that show i'm behind you want season. the caterpillar cat house not the uh not the mariposa cat house. No. <laughs> right, exactly yes. no did you get to this part where um uh palo from lost is walking through town blowing everything up and they played that awesome cover of uh the Rolling Stones song? Can't think of the song now. Yes. Uh, yeah, the Painted Black. Oh, Painted Black, yeah. That's that that is such a rad... Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's so cool. I freaking love it. That's that such a great soundtrack. That I wish they would have done more of those. But yeah. there's like The newer seasons have less of that. It's less... Yeah, uh, they do. Yeah. I don't know why. They could have done more, but... That was Paolo from Lost. Yeah, yeah. I, I was like, oh, because I think of him as the the beautiful oh, man in Love Actually. Oh, who, even another uh, one. Sure. <laughs> what's her name? Oh, I, I every year I yell at her and I'm like, don't answer the phone. Just oh, Julia, the- Julianne, not Julianne Moore. Uh, no, uh, but uh, no, uh, Laura Linney. From- Laura Linney. Yeah. 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 yeah, I yell at her every year. I'm like, listen to the beautiful man in your bed. Exactly. Don't answer yes. the phone, but she. Had Amazing that you wouldn't think. Of uh, uh, Paolo from Lost because you know he was in uh, one like featured in one whole episode and like in the background of four other episodes. It's it's too, it's weird that we think of him that way. I we should more think of him as Xerxes in three hundred. He's Xerxes, the bad guy. Oh um, right, yeah. yeah. Okay. So he's the he's I, the one that gets a have... spear past his face. You should watch three hundred, Amy. It's great. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Why the heck I, haven't we? I want lots we of naked men. Westworld? Yeah. Yeah. I thought we did do. No, we didn't do Westworld. We didn't yet. do Westworld or Future World, and we really, really need to. Yeah. And it's on. Uh, you can watch Westworld, the 1973 Yul Brenner film, on HBO Max oh, right well, now. You know, we're bad film sackers for not noticing that before. We got to get guess that. Guess what in I'm there. adding? Guess what I'm just putting right in the. In the spreadsheet, shove right it now. in. Put it in right move, after. I'm moving Catwoman. Yeah, move Catwoman. Uh, leave uh, Arnold here for this week, and then do it next week. Let's do that. What are yeah. we waiting for? There's no reason to wait. There's no reason to wait. And we're doing True Lies. True Lies stays. Yeah, we're but, doing True uh, Lies. Yeah, we're moving Fire in the Sky down a little bit. Oh, because he's got all the Christmas stuff in here. Well, sorry, Randy. Yeah, he can wait. You're gonna. Yeah, sorry. He'll sorry, be fine. Randy. Don't worry about sorry. it. We're not. No one's in charge of the list. We all get to poke around. It's fine. Yep, exactly. Um, hey, uh, all right. Well, we're not the, the boss bo- of our list. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, so, I found his email. Should I read his email real quick? Oh, you found it. Yeah. Yes, so yes, the reason yes. I couldn't find it is because I actually replied and forgot I replied to it. So I'm an idiot. <laughs> uh, he says, Scott, I thought you'd appreciate this. I had an appointment with an urologist 
in a building with three urology practices, and this sign was out front. With a name like Dong Dong Wang, uh, how could he decide not to go into urology? Um, yeah, and that's his name, Dong Wang, MD. <laughs> yep. He says well, urology, yeah. but it says neurology <laughs> on the thing. Yeah. So no, that's what it, that's what he was saying though. He's in a bu- this doctor is in a building with three other urologists. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. But the guy named Dong Wang. <laughs> is a neurologist i got it <laughs> maybe he felt yeah. like he had to he had to avoid anything to do with like you know any of that and he had to do his own thing who knows all right well good luck uh, Dong wang he sent me that the, the other day when he was there and i was like oh my god that's hilarious you got to send that to scott yeah Dong wang's a great so, name i want to yeah. if i ever change my name legally it might be Dong wang i like it a lot Anyway, uh, and Claire, like, yeah, that's what that's what Chuck and I were afraid of. That's why we just sent it to Scott. We're like, we're, I mean, that it is actually his name. I mean, yeah, it's his name. He has a sign with his name on it. You know, yeah, there he is. And, and I, so if 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 we are being racist there, I I I do I apologize. So well, there's dongs we and were, wings. We no, I it's, yeah. I don't think it's racist. I think it's funny. Uh, regardless. Well, it's funny coming from a guy whose last name is Johnson. Yeah, see? See? Right. Yeah, see? <laughs> and, yeah. That, and, that, and it's like, a, well, I can say that because my last name is Johnson. Yeah, that's how I get away with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, let's talk about your book. Yeah. Tell yeah, me okay, what you brought. So, um, <laughs> yes, yeah, so I sent you a clip. Um, go ahead and set this one. I will, I will just set this one up by saying I devoured this book in like three days so it was i just i couldn't stop listening to this book so yeah oh wow all right well let's find out how good it can be here we go it would be a relief to escape into the world of nintendo for a while but the game room was not empty a boy was playing super mario brothers sadie determined he was a sick kid and not a sibling or a visitor like herself he was wearing pajamas in the middle of the day a pair of crutches rested on the floor beside his chair and his left foot was surrounded by a medieval-looking cage-like contraption. She estimated the boy was her age, 11 or a little older. He had tangled curly black hair, a puggish nose, glasses, a cartoonishly round head. In Sadie's art class at school, she had been taught to draw by breaking things down into basic shapes. To depict this boy, she would have needed mainly circles. She sat on the floor next to him and watched him play. He was skilled. At the end of the level, he could make Mario land at the top of the flagpole, something Sadie had never mastered. Although Sadie liked to be the player, there was a pleasure to watching someone who was a dexterous player. It was like watching a dance. He never looked over at her. Indeed, he didn't seem to notice she was there. He cleared the first boss battle, and the words but our princess is in another castle, appeared on the screen. Without looking over at her, he said, you want to play the rest of this life? Oh, interesting. I have no idea what this is, but I I like the the discussion so far. I love the Nintendo talk. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So this book is called Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow by Gabrielle Zevin. And it is fantastic. I Wait, am I still there? Yeah. Are you still there? Okay, we're still good. Here. It just got really quiet all of a sudden. Well, really, like, we're, we're, we're listening to you. Room noise went away. It was mm. oh. very quiet. Okay, so sorry about that. So, yeah, um, yeah it's called <laughs> Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow by Gabrielle Zevin. And it's really, really good. So, these two main characters, Sam and Sadie, it follows them through 
you know, 30 years of their lives and they become, <clears throat> excuse me, they become game designers together. So the backdrop for the story is them uh, designing really rich video games. Um, but I just loved, I loved that clip because it ends with, you want to play the rest of this life? Mm. You know, and, yeah. I, and I will say this about this book. Not a word is wasted. There's not a single word or image or anything that's there accidentally. It's or incidentally, it's all there on purpose. And the story is told non-linearly. So you can pick up, for example, I'll I'll tell you, I got about halfway through listening to the audiobook, and Chuck and I had to go on like a little road trip, mini road trip on Sunday. And I said, Hey, can we listen to the audiobook that I was listening to? And he's like, Well, I don't want to start in the middle. I said, That's fine. I'll I'll start it over with you. <laughs> well, and uh, that's love right there. Yeah. Well, I was enjoying the book so much, I was perfectly happy to do it. <laughs> and uh and I started noticing, oh. And, and I had to sit there and go, oh, that's a thing later. You know, <laughs> oh, oh, I you didn't did, know. You didn't audibly gonna... say that, though, right? You like, No, uh, I didn't. Okay, I didn't. I, I sat on it, but I was sitting there in my brain. I was like, oh, oh, neat. I noticed that that comes up later. And I just picked up on it. Neat. Mm. You know, so, and there's a there's a lot. There's a lot of that. So she does not waste any words at all. And they're all. If you think it's significant, it probably is. It's it's really good. And like I say, it's told non-linearly and it's in a third person limited perspective, but it changes perspective based on which character we're focused on at the moment. And it's it's just it's really good. It's it like like all things, uh, the game development is just sort of the excuse for the story about the character, the relationships between the characters. But it's it's really good. And they're all very richly written characters. Nobody's completely flawless. Nobody's a, you know, nobody's terrible. Nobody's the villain. Well, I don't want to say that. There's one person in there that's absolutely loathsome. But nice. uh, aside from that, everybody is a a complex, three dimensional human sounding character, you know, and they're they're all likable and unlikable in different ways. What's the so, the title of it again? Tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow. Gabriel Zevin. Uh, just check in availability. Of course, uh, you mentioned the audiobook, hardcover, Kindle, all of it. Uh, ooh, this is reviewed very well. Yes, it is. It is an excellent, excellent read. Like I said, I I devoured it over the course of. I probably, if I were sitting and reading it, I probably would have finished it in a day and a half mm. uh, because mm. it was it was so good. But I was doing other things and listening to the audiobook. And as you heard, she has. She has a little bit of a slow, the narrator has a little bit of a slow pace. So I was kind of at her mercy, but I can't, I can't do the thing. We've talked about that before. I can't do the speedy up thing. Is it based on an actual true story or something? Because it's the way the, all the descriptions read, it doesn't sound like fiction, but I think this is listed in the fiction category, right? It is. It's a novel, but I think there, I think she's borrowing from some uh, actual true things and probably some, probably some characters and there are based on some 
people that you've that she has met before in her life. Uh, so which I think all authors do that. But yeah, the, it, it rings very true. And it's it's just a great read. I definitely recommend it. Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow is uh, borrowed from Macbeth. Oh, okay. So oh, okay. I wonder where that familiar. was from. That's from. Yes. Uh, probably a record for most tomorrows in a single book title. <laughs> <laughs> it might It might well be. Yeah. That's yeah. impressive yeah. on its own. Right. Uh, well, this fan- looks fantastic. I'll definitely check it out. I haven't heard of it until now. So uh, clearly yeah, others it's great. have. And they, they do a lot of talking about what goes into making a great video game. Uh, and so that those parts of it are really fun. It's like, oh wow, you know, and they're they're coming at it from designers' perspectives. Hmm. Uh, they don't spend a lot of time. There's not a lot of techno babble or anything, but right. it's uh, it goes a lot into trying to create the richness of a of an experience of a video game, and what makes what makes games and playing so special. And that feels authentic yeah. to you in this book. Like it doesn't feel. Um... You know, sometimes this stuff can be a nice backdrop, but the but the author doesn't actually know that much about it. Does this feel mm. like she knows what's up? Uh, oh yeah, she definitely know. it did it did feel very authentic because you know they they talk they talk some about you know, programming languages and things like that, but they mostly concentrate on the the game design and they do they go into stuff like. Uh, little details in uh, the, there's one part where they talk about like the blood spatter in one game and how you could almost see the reflection of the character in the blood that was spattering. It was such a small thing, but it just gave such a rich detail. Sure. Stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, it, it rings true for how I don't, I know I am not, I'm not an artistic programmer. I'm, you know, programming is just the way I, make money but it does ring true in that you can very easily get sucked down into the little bitty details Mm. Uh, and i mean you guys know this you guys are artists right so you Mm. you you understand like oh i am i really want to get this one little thing right like this is this is the maybe nobody else in the world will ever even notice it but i want this part of it to to work and that that definitely rings true. So I think she definitely did her research. Uh, it, it touches a little bit on because Sadie is one of the main characters, so it touches a little bit on uh, you know how to how to navigate the waters of being a woman in game design yeah. and uh, some of the more problematic aspects of that. But yeah, it's an excellent excellent read and i i recommend it i actually i think carter should read it because that's what i was thinking while i was reading it i was like oh cool it's a you know woman game designer and you know she's sure. super artistic and stuff i was like this is, this will be great for carter yeah sounds like so. something she'd love i'm gonna send i'm actually sending it to her in a text right now as we speak because cool, uh, cool. i don't know if she'll have time where she's at to, to do much with it but um yeah definitely seems seems cool might be a good audio book for her to listen to on the plane back. When yeah, she, you know, she exactly. You got 10 hours. Pfft, do it. Yeah. Listen. <clears throat> Knocked out. Uh, excellent. Well, Amy, it's always good to talk to you. And uh, we'll be doing this again next time. Uh, Red Fraggle yeah. 3, wherever you find her. She's everywhere. She's all places at once. Ooh. That's true. I'm working on trying to get on the, what is it, the the counter 
social thing. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. They're a little overwhelmed at the moment. Um, I, they're they're getting a huge influx of, of Twitter peeps over there. So uh, it's been a little hit and miss on just trying to log in. But um, I got in there no problem today. Seems to be okay cool. this morning. So cool. they're growing. They're scaling. They're trying to figure their crap out. And when I say they, it's literally like a dude and some people helping him. So Oh, wow. Which I kind of like. Yeah, Sometimes actually. that's the best thing, right? I know. Like, For sure. I kind of love that. I love that it's not some big multinational huge public conglomerate company. yeah i don't want mm-hmm. that anyway uh we'll have a fantastic week and a good you weekend too. and all of that and tell chuck that small heads are okay it's fine <laughs> <laughs> bye now all righty uh Excellent. we are going to let's see how much time do we have we have time for one story i think let's do one news story yeah sure. let's do it here we go everybody play this again <laughs> This time it really is time for the news, and it's brought to you by... Tadpooler here, the Hajni in the chat room, with a re-release of a very personal book. An Addict's Child takes you through what it was like watching my mom fight her demons and me living through the abuse. I will take you through the early days before she was an addict, when we were homeless, living in the shelter, to when she was dealing and using cocaine. I fought through years of abuse from both her and my father. Now I'm here to tell my story. The ebook will be free from November 7th to November 8th. So go to tinyurl.com slash child of an addict. All lowercase. Tinyurl.com slash child of an addict. Sounds really interesting. Do check that out. Um, sure. Also cathartic probably for them. Probably. Oh, God, yeah. You have, sure. to, have to assume. Um, all right. Oh, real quick. Why this one? <laughs> this one avatar of you, you look like an angry fashion designer. Have you seen this? Yeah, right. One? The the one with me standing with the blur background and yeah. like the skinny coat. Yeah, this one's great. You look like you're just. I look like I'm going down the runway. Is what I look like. Yep. And you're just like, ah, oh, look at me in my fashion. Damn it, look at me. Totally is. Yes, my pea coat. I love it. You, <laughs> your pea coat. <laughs> take it in. Take it all in. <laughs> take in my pea coat. Take in my pea coat. Uh, here's your one story we'll do today. Okay. Charges pending against an influencer, you know, YouTuber, yeah. uh, for hitting his golf ball uh, and losing his driver into the Grand Canyon. Uh, this forced National Park Service to ask a silly question. So basically, this guy was testing a rule. There's a rule that says, please do not golf into the into the canyon. <laughs> and he thought that is it really a rule? I think that's I think that's actually what they're saying is. Do we really need to post a rule that says don't hit golf balls into the Grand Canyon? Well, it says, okay, so after knocking the ball in the Grand Canyon and appearing to lose her driver, an influencer who posted a video on the episode on the episode of a TikTok uh, thing, it's now been charged and has a court appearance pending. That led to National Park Service posting what apparently, uh, or appears to be, but is apparently a necessary question on social media. Do we really need to say, quote, don't hit golf balls into the Grand Canyon? Exactly. Like- uh, <laughs> Anyway, you know, do we do we have to make it a rule because you know people are stupid enough to do this without? Uh, yeah, it doesn't seem yeah. like you should have to, but maybe now they do. This is Apparently what they went they on do. to say. They yeah. said uh, on October 26, an individual posted a video on her personal TikTok account uh, showing her hitting a golf ball and throwing a club into the canyon near Mother Point. Mother Point? I'm not sure which it is. Yeah. Uh, members of the public helped identify the individual social media account. On the 27th, the Grand Canyon law enforcement, ooh, those guys are probably scary, Yeah, uh, sure. identified, located, and contacted the individual responsible for the incident. Charges and a court appearance are now pending. She's probably in huge trouble, 
but it's not. It should be. Yeah, I agree. You don't be doing yeah. that. Exactly. And number one, there could be people down there for Pete's sake. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. uh, uh, hikers and stuff, stuff, dude. They're going to get a golf ball to the hikers, head. Hikers, uh, the rafters, like, you know. It's effed up. Don't and be then doing that. Throwing the golf club into the canyon is just flat out just an ass move. That's the lame so. part, right? Or the lamest part. The lame, the lamest part, yeah. exactly. And I hope they, uh, I know people get so flippant about what they can get away with online. I hope they exactly. throw whatever book exists at her. But I was doing it for the likes. For the lols, the likes, and the, the subscribes. Yeah. Me. For the subscribes. Lame. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, my sister Wendy will be amongst us, and we're going to talk about two things. We're going to follow up on our sleep plan for the week that we did since last Thursday. We'll see how our... Uh, well, <laughs> you mentioned you were trying to do it a little bit, too, so I didn't. I don't, I don't want to assume anything, oh, but it seemed that's like... That's true. Actually, I guess I, I didn't, but... <laughs> you said that thing I'm about... I'm not the one having the weird dreams, though. Yeah, that's true. You're not so much a, a problem, but you were. you said something the other day about how you decided to go out and read or read or watch oh, something yeah, on the couch still, instead I, I, yeah but i've been yeah we'll, we'll talk about that because i have been doing that yeah, all right so. so we'll see how that all fits in and how i did and you guys you might be surprised by what you find out <laughs> so that's coming up but we also have an yeah. email so we'll get to all that in a minute but before that song brian song play song yeah let's go to uh, los angeles for a uh, an la-based singer songwriter who goes by the name Derek ted i mean he goes by that name it might actually be his name and if so I love the fact that you got two first names, bro. Uh, he has a brand new album called Times Have Changed. He's going to be touring with Field Medic, so you might get a chance to uh, go see them in concert. And if something happens uh, on the tour, thank goodness he's got a Field Medic with him. Uh, he is a <laughs> Bay Area performer, but he's in L.A. now. And uh, this stuff is great. I, I listened to the whole album this morning, and I picked the title track. Here is the title track from Derek Ted's new album, Things Have Changed. On your chest, 
Like the mornings an old friend You so dearly miss What keeps you up at night Is the sound of her voice Or some distant dream I find it hard to come back lately I guess times have changed I hear a voice in time with my heart She says, baby, day by day It's okay It's okay It's covered from eyebrow to foot in blood and urine and feces. Do you have any more Skittles? No. The Morning Stream. I need a corporal. You're it until you're dead or I find someone better. And we're back. Remind me who this cool L.A. band is once again. It's an L.A. artist, a guy by the name of Derek Ted from his brand new album called Things Have Changed. That is the title track. Nice. Yeah, just one guy, not a band. Band of one is what he is. Yeah, band of one. Can a band be one? Is that a deal or no? No. No. All right. I think a band uh, almost always has to be. No, not even almost always. A band always has to be more than one person. Yeah, because it's literally the definition of a Uh, band band. of people. It's a not even in the music context. A band of robbers. A band of... That's right. Band on the run. A band on it the run. Just, it wasn't just Sailor Sam. Yeah, no, it's it a was, whole uh, band on the run. It was a whole band on the run. That we're, uh, well, we've learned something everyone. New. Well done. <laughs> hey, look who it is. My sister Wendy, uh, known to come here on Thursdays and talk about real people and their problems. An actual psychologist working in the world today. Hello, Wendy. Welcome back. 
Hi. Hi. Glad to be here. Hey. Hello, Brian. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you sound like you're in a bathroom or something. Where are you today? Where? Okay. I just uh, Discord asked me if I wanted to switch device or audio or something, and I said yes. I usually say no. Oh, that's no, why. It sounds like I'm in a bathroom. <laughs> yeah. So now, so you're on like a, a, a room mic or like a like a, and it's fine. You can totally stay there. It doesn't matter. I don't want to be on a room mic. How do I get off? Well, you go to your Discord there. Uh, you go down to the very bottom left. You got a little user settings, little uh, little mm-hmm. gear there. This mm-hmm. is fun. It's like doing this with mom. You, oh, you yeah, click on, I'm better. Hey, hey, you I'm are better. This. Yeah. Discord <laughs> microphone. You're, you're better than mom, no doubt. All right. So then you go to that and you'll notice down under there's a whole section called app settings. Mm-hmm. You go three down there where it says voice and video. Do you see that? Have you done this professionally? No. I just do it all the time because I'm weird. Anyway, you click on voice and video. <laughs> And then in there, you got up top, you got your input device and your output device. And what you want is your input device to be whatever you, you mean it to be. So you click that and choose the one that it's not using. Uh, unless it is using the one you are using and maybe. Is that better? Yeah, it is better. Oh, yeah. Sounds much yeah, better. There you go. See? Yeah, see? Yeah. Eh, it Look, it so only hard. took you one explanation. I am not my mother. Yeah, you did good. You did good. And, and for the record, Discord buries crap. It's hard to find stuff. Yeah, so. they really did. That yeah. was nuts. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, Wendy, how's, how's the size of your head? <laughs> oh, that reminds me. Kim brought me the thing. So Kim answer the question. Yeah. Oh, good. good so good, answer good. the question, Wendy. How big do you think your head is? Well, I okay. This may come as a weird surprise, but I for a while was obsessed with the size of every family member's head mm-hmm. in Adam's family and my family because I was giving birth to giant-headed children. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, his entire family have huge heads. My entire family has huge heads. I have a normal oh, size head. Oh, I thought you had a big one like me. No? No. Mm-mm. Okay. Well, I'm measuring it now. Here, hold on. Kim brought me a tape. You're like 23 inches, probably. 24? Uh, probably guess more. Over 24. Because I can never find hats that fit me, but we're going to find out. Okay, 22 and a half, apparently, is the average. We are at... Yeah, I think I'm smaller Oh, Wendy that. was dead on. 24 exactly. Wow. Well, then why are... That doesn't feel like that's that big. It's really not. I mean, it is a full two inch, two inch and a half bigger than the average. That's yeah. true. That's true. Boy, nobody hear this out of context, please. That'd be great. <laughs> um, yes, well, anyway, don't. Uh, or do. I don't know. Maybe that was a good thing. But anyway, so 24 inches and I only wear these um, Under Armour hats because they're the only ones that seem to fit me. If anyone else out there listening is like, oh, I got a great source. Let me know because go. I like a good hat. Anyway, let's get to the uh, deal here. Hey, Wendy, we're going to start with a follow-up, right? We're going to talk about how yes. uh, the bed thing went. Yeah. All right. So I decided to really do this hardcore the way yeah. you described it. Um, I think Brian dabbled, right, Brian? Oh, well, I dabbled. I mean, I've been doing the, the thing that uh, that I did, I've been doing for a while, which is if I wake up in the middle of the night, and that's my problem. It's not, boy, falling asleep, zonk, I'm out like a light. And I don't have weird dreams. I just zonk right out. Yeah. But I'll wake up at like three or four o'clock with like a backache from the way I've been laying and I just can't get comfortable and I can't fall back asleep. So I just, you know, go in the other room and, and yes, bathe my eyes in the luscious blue light of an episode <laughs> of the love boat on my iPad. Nice. But, okay. uh, but usually it's like maybe half an hour, 45 minutes and I'm able to get back to bed and it's, and what I attribute it to is just my back is feeling better enough to where I can get back in bed and not have a, not have a, a weird back issue, yeah. which I think points more to a mattress problem than anything else uh, than, a, yeah. than a sleep issue. But uh, could be good mattresses uh, goes a long way. For could sure. we could we please get purple or 
one of those mattress companies that fits in a box as a sponsor so we can get some free mattresses up in this business? No kidding. Hey, mattress companies. Brian needs a mattress. Let's get this done. Yeah. Okay. Can we get on this? All right. Exactly. Come on. Purple was anyway. uh, started in Provo, weirdly. Anyway. Oh, really? But anyway, so the, the thing I do and that I have been doing for a while is if I wake up, instead of just propping the, the iPad up on my chest while I'm laying in bed and watching something, I leave the room. I go to a different environment, watch something. Then when I start feeling tired, I go back to bed. Interesting. Okay. And that's and been then working can you get for you. to sleep right away? Yeah, right away. Instantly. Okay. So let's be clear. Propping yourself up in a bed and watching something, you think your posture is any good? No, terrible. It's terrible. Yeah, no, that's, that's what, why I'm going to the couch yeah. is what I'm doing. I'm leaving the bedroom and I'm going into, in, yes. into the couch okay. and I'm watching. Yeah. yeah. But what I'm like just wondering is if that was creating the problem too. Is that well, it's, it makes my back feel better is uh, sitting uh, upright. Yeah. I see. 100%, 100% true of me. If, I, if I'm hunched down in bed trying to watch something, do something, draw something, whatever it is I'm doing, it my back pays for it the next day. Bad. Yeah. So, yeah. Because really it's not meant me. to be doing that. Yeah. So gotcha. here's, okay. here's what I did. Right. Every day... I did what you said. You okay. brush your teeth. You do your deal. You know, pee. Mm-hmm. I think is what you said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, um, and then, as soon as I sat there, I reminded myself I'd like to sit on the edge of the bed. And I said, "All right, this is it. You're not doing anything else after this. You're gonna lay down, and you're gonna go to sleep. Or you can put your head down. You go to sleep. The lights are off. You're gonna be done." And I told Kim I was doing this, so she was all you know, all part of this. And there were moments in the early days where I'd, the, I'd look at my phone or look at my iPad or look at my you know Steam Deck or something, and I'd go, oh, well, I could just grab that. And there was still that tug, right? As soon as I sat down, I'm like, oh, I could play a little Red Dead Redemption 2 tonight if I wanted to. <laughs> still felt that tug to sure, do it. That, that urge. The yes. urge was there. That's a better term. I like urge. Um, as opposed to a tug right before bed. As opposed to a tug right before bed, yes. Thank you. <laughs> So I said, so so that's what I did. I would ignore that or I'd put that in the back of my head and I would lay down and go for it. The only problem I experienced in the first couple of days was it took forever for me to fall asleep. Okay. And I think that's to be expected because, mm-hmm. again, usually I'm filling that time with something. Yeah. And, my, and I wasn't used to it. So I would just sort of sit there and kind of try to be present and do breathing exercises and clear my head and that sort of stuff. And it did, it did eventually work and it was no problem. Um, other than the night before Carter left, because I was just worried about her trip and, you know, just worrying yeah. for whatever reason, that was kind of a rough night where I couldn't sleep hardly at all. But for the rest of the week, I had way better sleep, uh, got up feeling better in the morning, and um, that was the third thing I was going to tell you. Uh, uh, oh, and I didn't, I didn't have wackadoo dreams that I remember. So I, I don't know if... You know, I'm ready to say that this solved it, but it sure did make a difference for a week. And maybe part of that is me placeboing myself into the new routine, you know, like really going for it and like every night thinking about it. And so that's contributing. And, and so maybe that's good or maybe that's just side effect. I don't know. But I didn't have weird dreams, especially the weird, weird ones. And if I had dreams at all, I would wake up and forget them immediately, which is rare for me. So. So, yeah, I think that worked, at least initially. There's more, you know, a week is probably not enough. Probably need to keep at it, obviously. Well, and you described the the, the urge to do the thing. It's just it was habituated, right? It's just the thing you did. And you can do it without thinking. I mean, driving, for example, right? Go drive somewhere. You've driven your whole life. Yeah. You can hardly remember how you got there. Yeah. Um, you did not have to think about all those things. It's muscle memory. It just comes naturally. That's what anything we ritualize will become. Right. 
And so you just ritualize certain things in your bed routine. And then if you take them out, your brain will prune those neurons eventually. And you'll start having that be the thing you do, which is lay down, go to sleep, lay down, go to sleep, (laughs) go to sleep. And then you just get more sleep. Yeah. So, I mean, here's the, here's the trick. And this is what's hard for most people is like you said, I I had one of my children recently say to me, I don't know why you ever told me about the placebo effect. It's ruined my life. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, first of all, maybe I exposed you to a little early to the placebo effect, but, uh, someone would have taught you a, Eventually, okay, which is ultimately like having a hard time knowing if something is placebo or not, because you really want it to be effective. And I always just say, okay, if it's effective, does it matter? Mm -hmm. And they don't want to hear that. But anyway, that idea of like, I don't know, maybe it's placebo, but you are, you point out something that matters, which is if you're consciously doing something until it becomes a habit, it's the thing you're going to make as a habit. I would, I would assume if you ask most people, what is, you know, What's one thing you would just love getting rid of? And they'd name a bad habit, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so to, to switch a habit, you really have to give your brain enough time to prune the neurons it doesn't use anymore and build new ritual and body memory around the new habit. Mm. So if you just keep going, we will have some proof in the pudding. Um, and it will take less and less brain power to do it because you won't need so much reminding and structure to do a thing because it's now the new thing that you do. Right, so I'm, why don't you do it for another month and then tell us if it's possible. Yeah, I'll keep at it. Um, cause I did, you know, I did wonder if it was better just cause I was thinking, thinking it better. Cause I can do that sometimes with stuff. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. if you're going to be, I don't know, like if I'm, if I'm in the right frame of mind, I can tell when I'm like really tense. Yeah. But it's hard. I'll, I'll know it, but it's hard to say, stop being tense and then have my body respond the way it's supposed to. But mm-hmm. then there are times where I can really do it where I'm like, no, don't no, chill. And then I'll feel like a whole bunch of little micro muscles just go. Bleh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's, mm-hmm. it's one of those things where if you, if you're able to get that complete blank mind focus and, and I do that thing that, uh, uh, the the therapy like you know the the stereotype therapy you you start at your toes and you flex and then release and you're Uh focusing Mm -hmm. on each individual muscle working up your body for whatever reason that actually works for me and and uh yeah it does if and if you do it enough you get good at it and you can make it work every time and that's the hard Uh part for me is remembering you know filling my head with other stuff yeah and i'm not actually noticing how tense i am or how you know unrelaxed i am or whatever Yeah. And so it's just a matter of going, okay, pull that car over there, buddy, and see what you got. Oh, that reminds me. I don't know if you heard about this, Wendy. No. This is a whole different topic, but I just wanted to bring it up because it reminded me of it. Pulling over well, a car. Okay, okay, hold on to it for one second. Let okay. me just say one final thing. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Systema- systemically and systematically training behaviors that you want, um, you guys are describing it perfectly, is that it just gets easier to do. It, it becomes, it takes less and less energy to do. And that's anything that's good for you. And you have to also remember any of the things you're doing that are not feeling great. You've also systematically trained, mm. right? Mm. You just mm. didn't have to try very hard because you got so much dopamine. So it's really fun. Yeah. 
Right. And so, yeah, you can do it either direction, but just know we are all animals yeah. <laughs> being trained. That's true. So you I just, just decide what you want to train. That's it's all. just okay, good to know that it's true. like unlock the do- the old phrase about old dogs, new tricks. It's uh, yeah. that's hokey, right? You Teaching can, your old brain new new tricks. Yeah, yeah it's totally hokey. You all can right, learn good. new things forever. Good. Take that old dog. All right. <laughs> so here's the thing I was going to tell you about, and then we'll get to our email. Uh, this is totally weird, but yesterday we get this news that um, part of the freeway got shut down all three lanes got blocked on one of the directions because mm-hmm. a truck had uh, jackknifed and overturned a big uh, semi with a load on it. And this, the, the details started to come out. The car that ran into it that caused it to wreck was a guy who was in the car and he was deceased. So, so some people thought, Oh, like, is it a heart attack or a stroke? Or you know, like, what was the deal? They get into the car. He's got a gun right next to him and a gun shot to the head oh geez so it appears suicide mm-hmm. and he did it if that's the case he did it while driving on the road and Ugh. i guess what i'm asking is this is, again like i said whole other subject but why would somebody who wants to check out maybe maybe this is true of like all like shooter types too that like shoot up schools mm-hmm. and stuff i don't know they have like mm-hmm. kind of a death wish but they want to go out in this blaze of glory or something why wouldn't you pull over to do your thing? Because mm-hmm. yeah. part of me's like, why, man, why I take get it. People with you, yeah. Basically. You're. I know you're having a horrible time, but why try to take half the freeway out with you? Because obviously, once you do this, your car's going to swerve, and everyone's doing seventy-five, and you're all going to, you know, you're going to tangle yeah. up. Thankfully, nobody else was severely hurt, um, and and it worked out okay. But you know, what? What? Why? Why do people? What? Why is that a thing with us that we want to? We don't want to just check out. We want to check out and make sure everybody knows it, feels it, and then oftentimes hurts because of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I, I think the the mass shooter kind of thing explains some of that. I, I have a distinct memory of a guy in high school who talked about, you know, maybe I was a therapist early on, now that I'm saying this. But anyway, just talked about, like, you know, sometimes he thought about, and if I'm going to end it all, I'm going to... I'm going to jump onto the stage um, from the rafters during a school assembly. Oh, geez. Yeah. And I remember thinking, so you need some attention. Is that what we're saying? Is that what's part of hard for you right now? And it's just a very adolescent sort of thought, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I think what can happen is when folks get in those desperate situations, you know, they're, they're, the part of them that wants to die isn't, really the rational let's save ourselves part right Mm -hmm. and so it may just be conjuring up you know the other things that are a part of that and so maybe that i need my ex-wife to know it needs to be on the news Mm. or some you know it could be a million different things but it is usually a pretty immature impulse to that maybe you are not thinking through really you're harming other people and or you are absolutely thinking i want as many people to be hurt by this because i'm so hurt so yeah yeah. There's probably a lot of explanations for that, but that is really sad. Yeah, horrible. it is sad. It was horrible. And the freeway was really bad for a long time. And so all, all anyone was talking about was how irritated they were about traffic. I'm like, I think this is just more stuff going on. <laughs> yeah. right. Anyway. The traffic um, isn't the big issue. Yeah. Yeah. Not so much. Uh, <laughs> let's the main get, thing. <laughs> let's, uh, yeah. let's get to this email. That was random. Okay. Yeah, it was uh, a little random. A whole, <laughs> it just reminded me of the pullover. When some, either one of you said pull the car over. 
And I went, oh, that reminds me. Or maybe I said it. I don't know why. Anyway. <laughs> the inner mind of Scott Johnson, everybody. That's right. Take a look. Look hard. All right. Here's an email from an anonymous listener we're going to read real quick and talk about. Uh, dear Scarpa, Boreal, and Wildly Wonderful Wendy. <laughs> I like mine. Yeah, yours, nice. is, yours is good. Yeah, yours, yours is very good. That Thank is appropriate, you. all of that stuff. So. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it says, can you give me any pro tips on how to forgive people or just let things go? Example, I'm 47 years old and I still find myself thinking about how a middle school sports ball coach embarrassed me in front of a whole team. I quit the team, never played sports ball again. He doesn't say which sport. He just says sports ball. It's probably because he called it sports ball. No, yeah, maybe. <laughs> says, I uh, got onto loner sports like rock climbing, snowboarding and skateboarding. I am extreme or sorry, I am thrilled with how it all turned out since the new sports are my lifelong passions. But that rat bastard squished my sensitive 12 year old soul and I never figured out how to get over it. He says, by the way, in the sort of a PS, he says that coach passed away a few years ago. And uh, so I can't even contact him to tell him how it affected me. Um, boy, that can go both ways. I had a very positive relationship with a teacher in junior high that I absolutely love this guy. He set my life on a certain course. I really feel that way. And so when I tried to follow up and just tell him how important he was, I found out he had passed away. I hated that. I couldn't tell him. I hated that feeling. And so it must be, it's a different angle to have them be a a problem in your life and not be able to say anything. But I I guess I relate to it in that way. So anyway, what do you want to say to a 47 year old, uh, you know, sports kid who got, who got a bad yeah. moment there at the coach. Yeah. So um, let's start with this. I think this is really relatable for oh, yeah. a lot of people. For sure. Um, mainly that something happened during middle school that had a, a big impact on your courage or your willingness to try new things or what was socially your Your, your desire to to do something with groups of people versus joining yeah. the yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly that's a, yeah and and also even just you know the newness of something or playing something for joy rather than gill or you know yeah. whatever mm-hmm. so um as you know, I probably mentioned I am now coaching said thirteen year olds twelve thirteen year olds in basketball um and we had our first practice last night, and um i i'm so I'm realizing like the absolute weird level of power you have as an adult in these moments. And mm-hmm. I think part of that is it's um, performance based, right? So mm-hmm. part of the developmentally sort of healthy, normal thing kids do as they grow older is they're figuring out if they're competent at something or not, right? That's a, that's right. a big developmental milestone. And so people need to have competency as they go along to thrive. And if they don't, it's, it, it's pretty problematic in lots of different ways. So here you take an adult who has the power to express whether you're valuable or not, or competent or not, or, you know, and even, you know, has their own issues. Cause you know, a 47 year old coach could now be coaching a bunch of 12 year olds and the cycle continues. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but just that idea of like, this is a really fragile moment developmentally for a lot of, of kids and especially boys. Um, for everyone, don't get me wrong. Uh, especially boys in sports ball arenas. We'll say that. How about that? Um, I think girls in sports ball arenas have similar challenges. Absolutely. But I think this is one of those places where, you know, the cool kids do this or they're deciding their, their rank and file in school or whatever it might be. And then here is an adult 
um, embarrassing you in front of an entire team, right? Right. Um, okay. So very relatable. Lots of people have had these different experiences. Maybe it was running the mile in gym, or maybe it was doing something really embarrassing in front of your peers and, or being teased or not knowing everyone's laughing at you. It could be a million things, right? So this thing, especially with an adult figure doing this thing, um, it's like kids have a lot of credit when they are messing with each other, but an adult doing it where there's a real power differential is, is particularly harsh. So first I want to normalize it for him that he could have these feelings for this rat bastard. (laughs) And, and truly if let's say the guy was alive, right? Rest his peace. So let's say if the guy was alive and he went to confront him, he is going to interact with a very different person than, you know, the coach of his middle school year. Sure. Yeah. He's not going to walk in the room and go, Hey, you're that kid that threw the ball the wrong direction. (laughs) And like, it's not going to be like that. You're still the worst. Yeah. Yeah. No, he will have no memory. He'd have no memory of that happening, probably, right? Yeah, right. And that's the irony of most of these things. He probably I wouldn't even people, remember it like a week later. You know, right, it's, just, right. it's just, you know, his coaching is like, no, nah, you silly kid. Which is part of the problem, exactly. right? It's part of the problem is they, they are yeah. flippant about it and kids internalize yeah. it so hard. So, And let's anyway. be clear. This is 35 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So 35 years ago, what emotional intelligence were we giving coaches to then give to kids. So I have spent probably 20 hours in training to become a coach. Mm. <laughs> it's a lot, let me say, but it's also really d- diving deep into understanding kids and how to work with them and how to focus on the right things. And, and not, you know, most kids, the, the stats are that most kids quit playing sports ball um, in some form at the age of 13. Mm. And it's the number one reason kids will give is it's not fun anymore. And I, and the number one reason most people think it's not fun anymore is because adults ruin everything, right? (laughs) They make it about winning and they make it about, so it's not growth mindset. It's fixed. It's you're good or you're not play hard or get out, you know, Mm -hmm. and versus I, I feel like there's been a big shift and we're trying, but there's a lot more training happening. I know that coach got zip training. I know it. I spent 20 hours just to be able to play with kids. <laughs> I can barely shoot a ball. Um, anyway, so it's a big deal now, but 35 years ago, for that's real, right? So, yeah. so let's take this experience and then let's just walk through biologically, psychologically what happened. And this is going to be true for anyone who's had something similar. Is someone in a power position uses social humiliation, maybe just because he wanted to win a game because it's about him. Okay. Who knows his motives? Game or whatever. favor with the other kids. Like, yeah, you know, be, oh, see what Billy did. Don't want to do that. And I'm just going to guess his 47 year old, maybe his back hurt and he was a little grumpy and tired or I don't know, whatever. There's something sure. going on. And regardless, what happens is you are a 12, 13, 14 year old kid and you're publicly humiliated about your competency your whole entire system is going to wire around that moment. Yeah. Like, oh, we will never do that again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so parts of him developed to say, yeah, guess what? Sports ball sucks. Never, never, never. So when we look at the stats and it's like 80% of kids stop playing sports after 12 or 13, do you think it might be related to social, like way more social awareness at that stage, right? Yeah. Puberty, awkward, everyone's staring at me. And then the ample opportunities to not feel competent while learning a sport or playing a sport. Right. So uh, developmentally it's problematic. Okay. So 
that happens. And, and any story anyone's thinking for themselves about something that they're having a hard time letting go of that happened when they were that age, just think of it like you're a blank piece of paper and somebody wrote on it for the first time with a really you know, ballpoint pens that are like, make a dent in the paper. Oh Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like that, right. like a hole got through. Yeah. And so under all your years of life and maybe other competency and success, um, and all that fun you're having playing in those other sports and thriving as an individual, there's still this written on your blank paper, this like indentation from this moment, right? And that is because that is you got hurt. It was awful. You would never want to go through it again. So your whole system wires around and prevents you from ever being in another space like that. So quitting group sports is a way to do it. Um, Still feeling like I want to move and be an athlete, so I'll find other ways to do it. Great. So all the different choices in your life, you know, can kind of, we could, we could not all of them, but right. You can kind of see like, oh, that's the origin of quitting group sports. Um, and maybe it has had little to no impact and not that big a deal, but why is it still vivid? And what happens when I work with people, sometimes they're not, it's not as vivid. They can't just say, oh, middle school, this happened. Um, but we can eventually find it. And very, very often it's something that happened in middle school. Yeah. There's something um, about that, that, that age yeah. range where, you know, that I've talked about on the show before, but that coach, that little league soccer coach that when they were giving out uh, trophies to everybody at the end of the season and the one guy said, and the one, and the coach says, all right, Scott Johnson or Scotty, they would have called me. Well, at least he came to the games. Ha 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 ha. Everybody laughed. Yeah. And what he was saying is I was bad at the game, but I showed up. And right. that's the one where my brother Mark got all pissed because he was co uh, the co coach or whatever the assistant coach, and he got all pissed about it and tried to defend me. And uh, anyway, I remember all this so vividly. I was maybe nine or ten, right? Like, I was such right. a little kid, but it was so that that screwed me for sports. I was done. That that right. got me. And and that's right there is an example of the awakening of your awareness developmentally eight, nine is when this really starts. You're more abstract thinking. Mm -hmm. It's like adults can be laughing at you and you now get that they're laughing. And it's not just a cute little five-year-old dancing around and you think they're happy, Mm -hmm. but you can, you're picking up, you know, developmentally your brain can do more around these ages. And then we get puberty. And I mean, it really is cruel. If we just like list what it is, Everything feels wrong. You're growing. You smell like nothing (laughs) is the same. And you truly, the whole world, you feel like has a microscope staring at you. Yeah. Yeah. And then you all go to school together. (laughs) It's horrifying. You you group up in the same horrible place with the same horrible lunch, uh, you know, (laughs) with a bunch of adults who are overworked and underpaid. Yeah, it's, it's a it's, it's a seriously a recipe. Yeah. Anyway, so okay, so all that said, this this happened. So I want to get really specific about what he can do with it. Okay. Yeah. Um. So maybe maybe uh maybe I'll do it with you, and then he can just apply this the words. Sweet. We'll be vi- you'll vicariously. Okay. okay, I get it. We yeah, we're gonna vicariously right. cure him through you. Yeah. Okay. All right. So so. Well, you can just do it at the same time. I'm going to do it generally and then kind of do it at the same time. Maybe, Brian, do you have an experience that's kind of popped in your head? Really, that's what I've been trying to think of this whole time. Like, I am, I feel like I'm such a, ah, shake it off, you know, whatever, mind over matter. I don't mind, so you don't matter kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that I don't, I don't 
feel like a whole grudges. Tina's the queen of grudges, man. Holy cow. <laughs> She's, uh, but uh, no, me, I, I feel like I'm, I'm okay in this. So I will. All right. I will Here we go. You can just, you can observe. observe. Yes, think, exactly. Oh, what's it like to be mortal? <laughs> That's what you can do. Right. Yeah, um, okay. So you take, you take this scenario and this is, Semi-dangerous to do, everyone. So just everyone relax. Okay. But you're you're gonna sort of go back to the scene. Okay. So and and this is what's tricky is here you are living your whole life all these years later, and somehow it still pops up. This is what you gotta get curious about. When does it pop up? Right. So the next time you think about that coach and that embarrassment, you know, you just sort of stop and think like right now Scott remembered the story because we brought up another person's story that has a similar pain point with sports right yeah, yeah. um and so that would be a really obvious answer oh that's why i'm thinking of it but if you're just driving and it pops in your head just take a moment and get really curious like huh what is happening right now that my brain would be like do you remember that humiliation mm. because Every single time it is for, and I can guarantee this, you may not believe me, but every time it's for your protection. Okay. Interesting. But okay. that part of you is young. Yeah. It's been around since you were 13. Have you been around a 13 year old recently? I have. <laughs> yeah. I needed to take a shower after I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're just, they're just in a, a hard place. Right. And so a 13 year old's take on anything would be hard to have interrupt your day. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So you're, you're in your car, it pops in your head and it's like, remember that humiliation. Mm. It's a, it's a form of protection. So then you could, if you can back up a little bit and just be curious, like, is there humiliation being threatened in my life right now? I look around, is this thing at work tripping a little, some of these mm. old buttons, right? Mm. Is this in a relationship of mine? Um, Maybe it's your witnessing, you witness some public shaming. Maybe you're on Twitter. That'll do it, mm -hmm. right? Like you're just finding, just getting curious at finding why this would sort of pop up right now and just be a little bit curious about it. So Scott, yours seems pretty obvious, but yeah. you know, when this pops in your head here or there, have you ever noticed that? That it may be a, maybe, a, and it doesn't even have to be that you are being shamed or humiliated. It might be just you're feeling vulnerable. I mean, I have so few memories of that age. And this is one that I, I'll never forget. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like I have uh, uh, nothing but good things to say about my childhood in terms of, you know, my parents and, and my siblings and all of that. It's just there's a couple of things that stick out and this is one of them and it always comes up. Like it just is always there. If I hear about anything where someone just says, oh, they, you know, they got treated bad. Or if I see a movie where, you know, it's the Mighty Ducks or something and one of the kids is, is being teased or something. I go, yeah, freaking that guy, dude. Mm -hmm, <laughs> like mm -hmm, I think mm -hmm. about him all the time. Um, I don't, right. I don't obsess about it, but I definitely, it definitely comes up and it's such a vivid moment. I know we were in Murray park. We were, I knew, I know what park benches we were at while this was happening. If I was to drive over there today, I could tell you right where it was. Like that's a weird amount of memory for a thing. Wow. Well, no and, and it's not weird at all because that is what trauma does. Trauma yeah. memorizes the smell, the color, the season, the bench, the location, this time of year, the color of someone's eyes, the smell of someone's whatever. Um, because <laughs> it has to remember yeah. exactly what never to have happen again. Right. Right. That's yeah. its protective response is that. Yeah. That's, so, and that makes sense to me because I do feel like I, I don't know. I like, 
I, I, it's hard to explain. I put on like this some weird mental armor that day. Yeah. And um, yeah, even 100%. though, you know, I had my brother jump in and try to defend me, I, di- I didn't forget that either. That's a very vivid part of this. Um, I think it, he may not know this, but I think part of the reason I am quick to jump to defend, uh, especially kids, when they are in trouble or someone's giving them crap or something, I, part of it's that. Yeah, I was like, yeah. well, no one else did this sure. except this one sense. guy. Yeah. And if my brother so if, wasn't there, would I have, would anyone have said anything? No. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. Well, okay. Think about that for a minute. That protective response around you is first what develops, right? There's a protective something that occurs in you. And then throughout your life, that same part of you that protect is going to protect you gets triggered and then protects others. Right. Yeah, yeah. So can we see that as a bad thing? I mean, you can see it it's a really good thing. It feels like a good outcome from a bad thing. Yeah. I mean, I could have gone different difference. ways. And this but, is where, yeah. this way you want to have your therapist help you with these kind of things is that all that good protection and making sure kids are safe and standing up to bullies and all that good, good stuff that came from that traumatic moment yeah. doesn't magically just go away if you can all at the same, well, okay. That's just kind of who you are. That's how you've developed. But then you can do something actually about the original painful memory, right? which is new. We used to sort of see like, you know, folks would come home from war and be traumatized. And I mean, this has existed throughout time where we didn't know what to do with it. And we've learned and learned and learned and learned how to, to treat trauma. And we are way better, way better than we were even 10 years ago. Um, and so there, there is something you can do around, around the original trauma and not necessarily lose all the good that came from that protection. Mm. The problem with this, where trauma gets us in trouble, is when we have trauma and we develop these strategies to protect ourselves, or repeated trauma is the worst version of this. These strategies are developed as children, right? And then those strategies carried throughout a lifetime can be really detrimental to your development as a, as a human, so you imagine every person is now a threat because you were mistreated and then you go through life with everyone as a threat and then how they respond to you is feels threat, you know, and it's just this vicious cycle where you're just trapped in um, the effects of a trauma. So right, right. we've had to learn how to treat that trauma um, in order to free people to live their actual lives. So it is a big deal. And and though we may say, oh, it's these stupid coaches. This is this great example of how even a small thing, theoretically a small thing, has such an impact. And that's why here our emailers are like, I am 47. Can I be done? So wh- what I would like him to do, and Scott, you can do this similar, yeah. uh, similar thing, is when it pops up the next time. Yeah. So there's two levels of thinking. One is the the sort of analytical version of just like look around and see if you're feeling particularly vulnerable in any place. And what you'll find is when you start to see like, oh yeah, I am getting reviewed at work and it is a committee that is going to be reviewing my work. You'll go, oh, that makes sense that this part of me that protects me from public humiliation is getting um, a little antsy, right? Mm -hmm. So sometimes even just that acknowledgement can really cause that to to ease up, okay? Mm -hmm. But then the second part of that is more about how you want to treat the child that went through that. So Mark defended you and, you know, a part of you had to protect yourself from then on, right? right? Those are kind of the two protectors that happened at nine. Now, what happens if you as an adult now mm-hmm. could travel back to be with that nine-year-old? Oh, 
What would I do? That's a really great question. Well, here's question. the thing. You can think all through this, but really you have to have someone like walk you through it. But uh, let's just do the thinking first. So now just imagine, well, let's just do this. You're a very visual dude in your head. How about you close your eyes? Yeah. And I want to just see if you can just picture the scene. Okay, I can. Can you see your nine-year-old self? Yeah. Okay. So let's start with this. How do you feel towards that kid? A skinny little twerpy kid. Uh, <laughs> So Let's you're see. a bully? Is that what you're saying? No, I just see, I saw myself as that. So I think that's what I see. I just see myself as um, a little too skinny, uh, you know, bad haircut, mom haircut <laughs> kind of thing. Uh, what else do I see? I okay. See. So now I want you to stop. I want you to stop. Those shorts are too short. I'm saying that part. They're too short. Okay. okay. All right. So in your view. <laughs> okay. So what I want you to do is the part of you that is critical of that kid. Right. Yeah. That he looks funny. And, it, you know, as you're describing him, when you try something here, like just ask that part of you to just relax for a second. Like you get it. His hair was weird and he had short shorts, but just like see if it can relax and step back yeah. so you can see the kid differently. Okay. Okay. Do you feel that? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. Yeah. So now with the critical part stepped back, how are you feeling towards that kid? Um, uh, more. More neutral, I guess. Less less okay. embarrassed by him. <laughs> okay. Okay, good. You know? That's good. Yeah. Okay. All right. So any feelings of compassion or curiosity? Oh, for sure. Or? Like if because okay. I know what the if I could go back in time, so this is the problem. Knowing that I know what had happened, I would probably want to go I'd be some adult that would show up and punch the other coach before he could say anything. Okay. <laughs> so hang on. This is what we're gonna do. So I want you if you feel compassion for that kid. Mm-hmm. So I want you to do this in your head. Don't do it out loud. In your head, I want you to approach the kid and I want you to ask him what he needs from you. Does he need you to punch someone in the face? Does he need you to take him out of there? What does he need? Um, he needs to feel like he accurately or not, he needs to feel like he did a good job that season for that team. Okay. That's what he needs to feel like. That none of that was right. a waste of time or that somehow he thought he was doing good, but then f turns out it wasn't. Like that's how he feels. Okay. That's how he feels about the dude saying that. So you are an adult yeah. helping a nine year old boy understand how this works. Right. So just take a second. Yeah. And I want you to hug him. I want you to tell him he's awesome. I want you to tell him that he is learning and he's a lot of fun. I mean, he, he's he's my Peter running around. So yeah. I have nothing but love for that little kid. Yeah. <laughs> right. Just let him know it's okay. And that, that those adults made mistakes and it's not his fault. Just give it, give him, give him what you needed to All hear right. then. All right. I give him that. Okay. okay. And now, now what's he doing? How's he feeling? Uh, has he heard from the, did the coach say this stuff to him prior to me saying that? Like, in other words, has the exposure to the negative influence happened yet for him or not? Um, it's up to him to tell you. I don't know. Uh, all right. Assuming that the coach was a, a jerk uh, and I afterwards told him that. Yeah. He would have that would have helped him. Yeah. OK. Yeah. So then do it. And I want you to, like, really do it. I know everyone's watching us do this. <laughs> Come everyone. All eyes are on. All eyes are <laughs> but really, on. tell that kid everything he needs to hear. And and then when he feels it, when he feels safe and he feels loved and that he's okay. Yeah. 
And part of me would tell him, see, this is the problem. I would say, that coach is a turd. You don't need to listen to that guy. He's a total butthole. And his son is on the team. He's a butthole, too. They're all buttholes. So don't worry about these yeah. buttholes. You're good. I would tell yeah. him that. Just make sure he's okay. Like, he's hearing you. Yeah. Okay. And then ask him if he wants to leave. Does he want to go somewhere else? Oh, he totally does. Okay. So yeah. any want, place he wants to go, an real ar- or imagined, an arcade. He wants an arcade and pizza. Awesome. Take him to an arcade. Give him pizza. Yeah. And then we're going to do one final thing. I yeah. want you to ask him what burden he took on because of that event. What was that shield that had to go up or what was the burden he carried after that event? Well, assuming he could articulate such an answer. Um, well, check with him. He's the one that needs to tell us. You, you're guessing. So just listen to him. <laughs> I didn't want? know, but it was kind of a dope when I was 10. It doesn't um, matter. It's him. Uh, what burden did he take on? He, Ask him. He would say his burden was taking on the feeling that he was demonstrably bad at sports. Yeah. That would or be the not, burden. Not good enough. Not good enough to be a part of the, the team. Not good enough. And that he was that he was easily laughed at. Yeah. That this was not funny enough, to people. Laughed he, at. Yeah, and laughed at by people he thought were his little friends. Yes. So that is a huge burden for a young person to carry. Yeah. It's okay? a lot. So I want you to ask him if he would like to release that burden. Oh yeah. He he's like he's mouth's full of pizza, but he's nodding rapidly up and he's down. He's excited. Okay. <laughs> so he gets to choose how he wants to release it. There's some fun ways he can throw it in a fire or throw it in the wind or bury it in the earth. Oh. Anything. What would he like to do? Um, I think he'd like to. <laughs> That's funny. I haven't really yeah. thought about this before. How, what method I would like to do to this extinguish it. So fire sounds fun, but I think he would actually like to throw it from a very high place. Perfect. Okay, so take him to a very high place, and you and he together. Not the Grand Canyon. It. We learned earlier that you can't golf in there. Right. So yeah, no, no, uh, no Grand yeah. Canyon. Wherever you want, yeah. throw it, throw it down into from a very high place. Just do it with him. Oh, fun! So this is like Letterman style stuff from the like the twelfth floor kind of idea. Totally. <laughs> Dropping watermelons from the totally. top. Yeah. yeah, I used to love that. <laughs> make, center. Make sure he like you're helping him, and that he feels like he's having a really good time letting go of this. Okay. I mean, he is having a good time. To, yeah, this would be fun for him. Okay. Especially if so that then, thing was going to explode wildly at the bottom. Like Perfect. It, yeah. Perfect. And it's gone. Okay, yeah. so I want you to just check. Is he feeling less burdened yes. after that? Yeah, he is. Okay. So ask him if there's anything else he wants to let go of. Any other burdens? Uh, no, not really. Okay. So now there's some space on his shoulders where he was carrying that burden. Yeah. Ask him. He can have any quality he wants. Anything he'd like to take in himself. Ask him Just what he would replace. like to have. Well, the obvious thing seems like suddenly I'm good at sports, but let's think of something else because I don't think that's really what I wanted. Um, so check with him. I am checking. See, this is hard because I don't know. I don't think I would So let me have, throw out some words. Courage. Yeah. Good enough. Liked. Probably. Safe. Um, probably actually the word safe is probably the one. Yeah. Okay. 
So yeah. kind of like you're pouring water into a vase, I want you to just pour safety. Okay. Like you're just filling the kid up where he just feels safe. Liquid safety. Got it. Yeah. Just okay. feels really good. Okay. I'm doing yeah. it. Does he feel good? Yeah. He likes that. Okay. Awesome. All right. So we're going to do one last thing. He defines safety you- a little bit different though. Cause safety, like he doesn't think safety means, you know, Oh, no one can ever hurt you or there's no, you know, there's big bars on the windows or any of that kind of safety. It's more like safety in relationships. Yeah. Yeah. If, I, if that I'm, makes sense, hard to explain. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Okay, sweet. So now he's feeling pretty good. He's eating pizza. He's in the arcade. Yeah. Like he's good. So I want you to do something. I want you to invite the critic who was criticizing how he looked. Yeah. And then any other parts that have been defending him all this time. Yeah. So maybe they're, um, you know, the part that always has to defend all kids. You know, just any of the other parts that come. Maybe shame is another part that mm-hmm. was there. Mm-hmm. It's like invite them to come see this kid. So they are seeing him in his element, totally carefree, happy. They don't know dad owns a bunch of arcade machines when they're in the house, right? They don't know that they can. <laughs> yeah. No, they, they don't can. need to know anything. They just need to see that this kid is okay. Okay. Because those kids, they never liked me. They just liked those games in the house. Mm-hmm. Um, right? Yeah, no, I using uh, you for Zaxxon. So can they see him? Can they see that he's okay? I love that Zaxxon's the one you use. That's funny. Um, (laughs) Yeah, they. I think he's better. Yeah, he's having a pretty good time, and they probably would have a better time. All right. So just see if they have anything they want to say. Are Um, they good? Well, a couple of them. I want to apologize for laughing when the coach said the thing he said. Yeah. Uh, A couple of them didn't even really notice it had happened like they weren't even aware of it. They were okay. distracted by their own hangups. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, one of them's making a small sculpture using his earwax <laughs> on the table next to us. Yeah. Okay. So sure. you can just tell them all, thank you for coming yeah. and that they don't need to, to work so hard to yeah. protect him. Cause he's okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So one last thing, I want you to give that kid a hug yeah. and say whatever he needs to hear as this he's totally safe and you're got his back and you're happy to help him in any way he ever needs just like you're the adult yeah that is got his back and he's okay yeah okay i I would probably also tell him that it's not always gonna go well like this is you know i would reassure him that this is small and stuff but hold on hold on he's nine and he's permanently in an arcade (laughs) He n- <laughs> never has to do anything you're yeah. about to talk about. Well, so that's a different be- thing Yeah, altogether. Right. This kid is perpetually in joyful state of being as a nine-year-old. And he can be there forever. He never has to leave. He never has to go back to that baseball diamond. He can simply thrive where he is and be a nine-year-old forever. See, now that's funny because okay. you said baseball diamond, which is a whole other simulation f- era in my in my life because when i was eight we we played t-ball right. clearly there's more because <laughs> <laughs> it was soccer okay. before but yeah no i i get your point okay soccer sorry okay yeah so that idea though is he is nine and safe and happy doing things he loves yeah and all the parts of you get to see that he's okay sure okay yeah. all right so now i want you to just really quick sort of scan yourself and you're just do you feel any different yeah yeah i do feel the, i feel um I don't know about different. I don't know if that's the right word. 
I feel like that would have been a really nice thing to have at that mm-hmm. age. It would have been really nice for somebody to, because mm-hmm. I think I kind of shut down about it other than Mark jumping in. I didn't talk to mom or dad about it or right. at least I don't remember. Maybe Mark brought it up. Maybe went home and he said something. I don't know. Well, and, and let's take the, e- we'll go back to the emailer for a moment. There is, um, what, what I just walked you through is essentially this concept of reparenting yourself. Right. Um, there was not a safe ad- adult. Mark was the closest thing, but there was no processing with you that ever happened. Right. No. Um, and, and so there are many moments in people's lives where they were not g- given what they needed as children. And sometimes it can be like this side of a story all the way to very serious, serious things. Um, and that child is stuck in there. And so there's the, so you might maybe have heard this concept before, but I just, without even planning to walked you through a basic form of it, of sort of how to um, go in with compassion and help a very young part of yourself leave that painful place. What do you do with um, people that maybe don't have the imagination for, you know, it's just yes. hard for them to visualize it. How do you handle yes, that? Yes. Like me who has no imagination. <laughs> uh, <laughs> It is not necessary to be able to visualize everything. However, it is so much more fun when you can because, um, well, for me to listen to because I, cause I can't do it. So it amazes me. But yeah, it is. it can be very helpful. So you take this guy like, you know, did, he probably can conjure up that exact experience. Often we can. Um, but like for me, it's more of a, a body sensation or just like I can work through something. It's not very visual. Right. Yeah. Um, and it's still, it still works the same. Is it weird that um, I can kind of smell pizza and I can sort of hear ambient, the ambience of an arcade uh, as no, we talk? not weird at all. I even have at the at handy, all. I have this. This is exactly what I'm hearing in my head. This sound. <laughs> like just a big arcade. That up at any, yeah. Big arcade. You just had it ready. Yeah. And there's pizza coming. And you I just wanna... put a microphone to your head and uh, that's what we're hearing. Yeah. That's basically it. It's weird. I actually do kind of have sensory. I I can. Yeah. I can put myself there in a very, Nothing very real way. At all. It's a yeah, weird it's, amalgamation, it's though. Cool. Like it's like every arcade I've ever been to, all in one, or, or you know, it's it's Chuck E. Cheese and Pizza Hut and yeah, and that's st- stupid pictures of root beer. Eighties, clearly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yep. Okay, so I I I just want to say this last thing to the emailer. Like, if you're hearing this and going, what? You just don't usually do these things by yourself. And Scott is also publicly doing a thing. I did not get him to sign a consent form to do. No, I don't (laughs) don't care. So please know it's way more effective and helpful for you to to have someone help you through some of these things. You may say, well, that's weird. I don't want to go through all that effort to just let go of this memory, which I should just forget. But somehow I'm not. Just trust that if it keeps coming back, there is a reason and it needs help to stop doing it usually. Yeah. So this is most of my job is to help people find those places that get stuck and help them free that up. And it's usually because there's lots of parts of you just trying to protect a very young part of you. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so there you go. I like is it. that too much? That I, might've no, been too much. I don't know. I don't think so. I, th- I hope <laughs> this says this. I didn't. Uh, well, the it, the real test is yeah. for the next six months, what happens when, you see a kid not doing well. Is it triggering the same way? You can still go help the kid and defend them, but are you having such anger reaction? You know what I mean? You start to shift when this work happens. A lot of my clients will just stop having 
you know, they almost forget that they used to get like violently ill or angry about certain things or, you know, it just, it shifts. The whole system calms down. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see if you notice any difference. Yeah. I'm curious too. Cause that's uh, what I didn't expect. I didn't even think about it when I pulled the email, I thought, Oh, this is an interesting case. We'll talk about this guy and whatever. But I had, I'd forgotten in, in that moment, I'd forgotten that I had a very parallel own. experience yeah. to this and it really, yeah. it didn't really click with me until we started talking about it. But, um, that feeling and you of did, like you did mention that story last week. I did, yeah. I knew I did it recently. Yeah. I couldn't remember how long ago it was, but I I brought that up before, and it's come yeah. up. I think it's come up multiple times in this segment over the your dreams twelve years. You t- yeah, yeah, maybe my it's dreams. Just a hint. Maybe my dreams will chill out now. You know, yeah. that's because of the, the sleeping. Was everyone. A baby. <laughs> the chicken was a baby the whole time. All right. Well, uh, as always, uh, insightful stuff. Hope everybody at home got something out of that, and I know that this listener uh, probably did. I know I did. Uh, so we'll uh, we'll do it again next time, uh, Wendy. Uh, we're hurtling towards Thanksgiving. Um, yes, uh, hurtling. Yeah. Uh, how's that going there? Everyone's good. <laughs> good. Everyone? We could just say goodbye. And we could just say goodbye. Uh, <laughs> okay. Oh, realsteps.org, everybody. Go read about it. I'll see you later. Bye. <laughs> we could just say goodbye. We could just say goodbye. That's you know like what? That's best... going to be. If that's a book title, we could it, just say it, goodbye. I think right? we do need to isolate that out as a clip. We could just say goodbye. <laughs> That was pretty funny. Tell them where they can find you. Uh, We could just say goodbye. We could just say goodbye. (laughs) Yeah, we don't have to do the podcast thing where there's always like a you know special thing. Where can people people find you online? Oh, I hate that. Just say goodbye. I hate it, but I do it. Yeah, you and I both. I hate it, but I do it. Maybe we're supposed to do it. I don't know. Are we supposed to? What does ANTP say? Brian, you're the CEO of all things we, uh, America's yeah, Top Podcast. Yeah, because we do, the judges do say, oh, you do that same thing at the end. Tell people where they can find you. Because um, we've come up with other creative ways to do it, right? Like, hey, tell me about a tweet that you're really proud of recently or something you post online that you're really proud of. It's like, oh, well, yeah, if you go to my Facebook page, you can see this piece of artwork that I did. I do like You know, that, it's like yeah. you direct them to something that's not just find me online at at. I feel like here's the new way. to Here's a good way to say it. It's kind of the NPR method, but you say you get to the end of the interview. You've had like the another one a great question toward the end which is like so do you think your mom was responsible for whatever whatever and they go ba 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 da tell you your answer and then you say the book is such and such it's by so and so my guest oh sure uh, go check it out on amazon thanks so much for being here you end the interview that's right it's the it's the david Lebman. we'll be right back with arcade fire yeah with arcade <laughs> fire paul the book is called We Could Just Say Goodbye. We'll be right back with our Kate Fire just right after this. Wendy Johnson, or sorry, Wendy Dunford and her New York Times bestselling novel, We Could Just, we could say, just say Goodbye. That's amazing. All right, we're going to get out of here. Before we do, quickly, I'll do a text. We got one more of these. 801 is where you can send your text for this or any show yeah. on the network. This is from David. Uh, You're not at all a creepy stalker is his name. No, no, he's not. He's not saying you're not at all a creepy stalker. He's saying that he's not your yeah, like David, stalker. not at all a creepy stalker. Basically, yes, right. Yes. He says, uh, "Dear Seth and Bendu, Sith and Bendu, who's Bendu?" In I don't know. I knew what like, Sith Siths are, but Sith in, is easy. But Bendu, Bendu is that a thing we should know? Anyway, well, he says, I think or maybe it's part of what he's going to recommend. Oh, it's here. the one in the middle between uh, Jedi and Sith. Oh, Bendu, <laughs> Bendu, like. Uh, it sounds like That's bongu, which is Korean for fart. So I'm going to assume it means <laughs> fart. It's Star Wars for fart, everybody. 
He says, yeah. I think a cool Star Wars period to cover would be the origins of the Jedi Order. There is a Marvel comic series that goes over it, and it's a very interesting story. All sorts of fantastic lore about even more ancient civilizations and how stuff like lightsabers were originally powered by channeling dark side force energy. Uh, dark side force energy is a weird sound. Uh, anyway, so no good dark guys. Side force energy. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so no good guys uh, had them when they first started uh, seeing use. Anyway, David, not at all your creepy stalker. That's interesting. David. That's really cool, actually. Yeah, and it's called. What's it called? Uh, didn't give us the uh, name. It doesn't say the origins of the Jedi Order. Maybe Did that it? is where Bendu came from. Does anyone know the title of that comic series? Because that'd be fun to dive into. I'd read that. Uh, no one in the chat knows yet. We'll find to out. See, yeah, looking to see if it's on that page. That I haven't gotten uh, any of this stuff since Marvel bought them and started publishing them again. And they left Dark Horse, so I, no, I, don't, I haven't either. I don't know that they. I'm sure they're fine. I just haven't gotten into it. Sure. Yeah. Um, Claire, what was the question? <laughs> just you? repeat the last thing that we said back to you, Claire. That's right. Can you tell me the question I didn't hear it the first what time? What was the question? Yeah, how do I get back? Listen, I'm, all I've got here is this potato. All right. Uh, I got some stuff going on today and the rest of the weekend. So here are the shows you're going to want to tune into. Coverville today at 1. What are you doing today? That's right. Oh, we didn't even talk about it. Uh, Peter Noon is uh, turning some some monumental age. How old is Peter Noon going to be? Peter Noon. Help help me and others. Peter Noon. Who's this guy? I don't know. I'm going to tell you. 75. Peter Noon is turning 75 this weekend. He is the lead singer of a band called Herman's Hermits. This was one of the bands that uh, was part of the big British invasion. And uh, everyone always thinks about the Beatles. They forget about Herman's Hermits, the Dave Clark Five, some of these other great bands that that came out uh, during that. By the way, Peter Noon's full name: Peter Blair Dennis Bernard Noon. Oh my lord! He has all those names. Wow, that's a lot Turning of names. Seventy-five, yeah. uh, lead singer of uh, Herman's Hermits. Of course, songs like uh, "Mrs. Brown," "You've Got a Lovely Daughter," "I'm Henry the Eighth, I Am," "I'm Into Something Good," "Can You Feel My Heartbeat." There's so many. Uh, great Herman's Hermit songs that some of which were originally by them, some of which were not. Um, yeah, so so there you go. Uh, anyway, that's going to be coming up today at 1 p.m. Mountain Time, twitch.tv slash Coverville. You're going to hear covers by uh, folks like the Stool Pigeons, the Bo Brummels, and even the former lead singer of UB40, Allie Campbell. Right there, twitch.tv slash Coverville. And of course, I'll be playing some Marvel Snap during the whole damn thing. Marvel Snap! Um, also, core tonight at 5 p.m. Check it out. We're having a big yeah. show about all kinds of stuff. Is that PlayStation VR 2 too expensive? Well, tune in and find out what we have yes. to say. I mean, uh, we'll tune in and find out. The answer is probably too much. Well, yeah, yeah it depends on the games. It's all about the game. And not being backwards compatible with previous games uh, is a bummer. That's a bummer. Anyway, is. we'll talk about all that tonight at 5 and um, more and more of that. There's lots of core tonight, so right. check in. Uh, couch party on Friday at 3 p.m. here Mountain Time, so be here for that. Right. We still don't know what we're watching, but Brian and I will pick something good in the next uh, 24 hours. Don't worry. Darn right, we will. Uh, don't know uh, what there will be. be. Prior to that, there will be a uh, Guess the Connection. Got some new prizes to give away. So uh, You so do that right before that, right? At like 2 or something? Or? I do it too. Yeah, okay. so... Two, but we got half an hour uh, downtime between, and then, uh, yeah, the thing I'm giving away is because I don't. Nobody won it last time. This really cool Wolverine snicked T-shirt. Oh, look at that! That's uh, Alex Ross, isn't it? 
you know what? It looks like it. Now that you say that, yeah, it does look Pretty like sure that. Pretty sure that is. Wolverine. That's a, his work's always great. And then the alien minifig of Queen Takes Bishop. Oh, I love that. That's great. Yep. The art's a little weird, but so, I like it. It is a little weird, yeah. Yeah. But, it's like uh, an AI made it <laughs> or the something. Toy. Yes, exactly. The actual toy looks a lot better than the uh, the artwork on the side yeah. of the box. We are doing True Lies this weekend for Film Sack, so uh, yes. do check that episode out. That'll be on Saturday, and uh, that's currently streaming on HBO Max, I believe. Um, man, most of our movies come from HBO now. It's just the way it is. I think that's right. I saw Amazon Prime recently in was our it, list. Was it Prime? It was like we were moving away. I'm looking right now to see where True Lies is. It's uh, currently airing on Hulu. Oh, Hulu. It is Hulu. Actually, Hulu's been doing really well uh, for me as well for stuff I want to watch. For sure, yeah. Anyway, 1994 called and they want their movie back. It's True Lies happening. It's funny I know that year without even thinking about it. Is that 20, yeah. Is it 94? Let's look. It is 1994. I don't know what my deal is you're with really that. Good at. Brian, couldn't I take that skill and turn it into something useful? Like, not, not, nope, there's nothing, right? I can't convert it. No, Shit, there's nothing. It's an absolutely useless skill. Sorry. When I go back in time and talk to that kid in the arcade, I'm going to tell him all about how he can. Tell him, don't worry about years. Focus on something that's a little <laughs> bit more uh, career path friendly. <laughs> yeah, numbers that go in your bank account, not in your head. How about that? Exactly. All right. Uh, that's it for that. Uh, big weekend of content. So check it out. Patreon.com slash TMS. If you'd like to support our show, we are in the midst of a brand new month and it's a perfect time to join up for our monthly Patreon. We uh, we do a lot of content for very little. And even if it's just to say, hey, thanks, here's a dollar. We'll take it. Dollar a month. Nothing's cheap as that. And we are not good at, at uh, inflation around here. So uh, no. No, not there's no, nothing has jumped or doubled. You can just go to get it uh, for what you always paid. Patreon.com slash TMS. You'll never get a commercial. You get couch parties on the weekend. You get the art in the mail. You get the pre-show content every day and other monthly benefits. It will benefit you by going to Patreon.com slash TMS. If you're looking for anything else, including that, you can find it at FrogPants.com slash TMS. And now, Brian will present a brand new song that isn't new at all. It'll probably be a cover and a request. <laughs> this is actually relatively new. I think it came out, uh, let me see, how long ago did this come out? This come out, I mean, it must have been this year or last, no, it was this year. Um, all right, Matthew wrote in and said, hey, Stylus and Bowden Tube. Those are uh, 3D printing uh, deals. Well, Bowden Tube. I guess you're Stylus. I'm Bowden Tube. There we go. Oh, so you that makes draw, sense. I 3D print. There you go. By the way, uh, Colorado Tadpoolers, uh, if you're looking for a Witbox printer, I'm thinking I'm going to sell mine. Anyway. Uh, cheap. <laughs> cheap. Cheap. <laughs> this Saturday the 5th will be my last day working for my first job, a job that I got 15 years ago. There have been a lot of ups and downs over the years, but I'm really finally ready to move on to a new field and a new challenge. My request sums up my feelings and thoughts over the past few years of being stuck in, an, in a rut in my mid-30s. Hopefully, it can inspire fellow listeners and let them know that it's never too late to start on a new path. Love the show, though. Matthew. Aww. Well, yes, absolutely. Uh, uh, this is a great song too. This is a really, really good choice, and um, and it, it should be also a reminder that if you have not yet watched Tick Tick Boom, the uh, film that's kind of a, a pseudo autobiographical um, film about Jonathan Larson, the guy who wrote Rent, uh, 
it's just amazing. It's still on Netflix. Go watch it. Tick, tick, boom. And Andrew Garfield is absolutely brilliant. Oh, uh, that's right. I was trying to remember which movie this is. You raved about this last year. I raved about yeah. this and I will continue to rave about it because it's so good. If you like, if you like Encanto, if you like Rent, if you like the, those, those kinds of, um, uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda style, mm. Jonathan Larson style musicals. This is, um, uh, so good. And this was Lin-Manuel Miranda's directorial debut. So you need to watch this if you haven't yet. That's great. I need to. Uh, all right. So this is a cover of a song from that. It's called 30 slash 90, 30, 90, uh, all about, uh, having birthdays and just wanting to run away. Uh, this cover is by Sapphire, not based on the novel push by, <laughs> by Sapphire, uh, by Sapphire. <laughs> completely different Sapphire. Uh, Here is the single came out this year. 3090 by Sapphire. All right. We'll see you guys on Monday for a regular show and do tune in for all our extra stuff this week. All right. We'll see you then. Stop the clock. Take time. Time to regroup before you lose the belt. Freeze the frame. Back it up. Time to refocus before they wrap it up. Years are getting shorter Lines on your face are getting longer Feel like you're treading water But the riptide's getting stronger Don't panic, don't jump ship Can't fight it like taxes At least it happens only once in your life They're singing happy birthday you just want to lay down and cry not just another birthday it's 3090 why can't you stay 29 hell you still feel like you're 22 turn 30 1990 bang you're dead what can you do what can you do? What can you do? What can you do? Clear the runway, make another pass. Try one more approach before you're out of gas. Friends are getting fatter. Hairs on your head are getting thinner Feel like a cleaner, better On a team that ain't a winner Don't freak out, don't strike out Can't fight it like City Hall At least you're not alone Your friends are there too They're singing happy birthday You just wish you could run away cares about a birthday but 3090 hey can you be optimistic you're no longer the ingenue turn 30 boom you pass what can you do what can you do 
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.